0: Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots. Toyota, let's go places.
1: Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
2: The world's original
1: podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Patriots Unfiltered.
0: Deuce is here. Tamara will be here shortly, I think. Never know with her. She just kind of float in, and float out. There she is. Yeah. There's Tamara. in the Virginia Tech sweatshirt. Yeah, she wore it to uh yeah, I don't we know.
3: can't hear you. Yeah. Fred
2: also said that there's not many like people that he would want to go see in concert. It's, it's too much
0: of a pain. Yeah, I'd go. Putting up with humanity. I wonder Indian if the sauce? real health-conscious people have V8s and vodka. The real healthy people just like mix it with water. V8? No, water and alcohol. Oh, but, they're called alcoholics. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know there was a um, public relations person. I think she was with the Dolphins. Her name was Fudge Brownie. She's very sweet. Yeah. Very sweet girl. yeah. yeah. <laughs> But she was
4: nuts. <laughs> it's a good marriage tip, Evan. Uh, just always release your gases before, right. before you get it to,
5: to in, in
6: at night. Yeah. All right. What else do we need? Did you get engaged? <laughs> oh, this is Patriots Unfiltered. Presented by Toyota's official website for deals. buyatoyota.com. Patriots Unfiltered.
0: All right. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium. It's Deuce. It's Tamara. It's Evan. It's Paul. It's me. It's Matt. Full house today uh it's a big day because today's cut day uh by four o'clock or so uh the patriots have to get down to 53 uh and then they'll announce their practice squad so it's really what 65 now how many do you have your 16 per- 16 yeah. so it's 69 yeah. Nice. so at any yeah. moment
4: someone could just walk in here and cut one of us right just send us home. that's, r- oh, that's right not for us Sorry. so just the I-
7: players Funny you should say that, because I thought there was a chance yesterday, as uh, Bill was walking into the studio to do some stuff for All Access, he came out, kind of stopped it, and he goes, oh, hey, Paul, and he kept going, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> made it through another one,
0: that's that's good, um, but yes, uh, cuts are today, and they've already started announce, announcing cuts, they had 11 I think yes. um eleven on we have Sunday. Thirteen we're yeah. up to thirteen.
3: A couple cuts. more yesterday. Yeah. They cut two guys yesterday, eleven guys the day before, and you got a couple of the trades and you're you know, Pierre Strong in. Right. Yeah, you know, out I mean. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um well we should let's let's talk about the Pierre Strong uh trade first. Uh what do you think about that?
4: I think you reap what you sow at the tackle position, and if you don't want to address it, and you miss on draft picks, and you know you sign a bunch of veterans that have never really played or are beyond the, you know, I mean, I just don't think any of us are surprised. How do we we spent all spring talking about the tackles? Like me and Evan went to the combine. We're like the tackles. We need tackles. We've been saying it for a while. And and even with the trades that they made, they're two guys that haven't really played. They're developmental prospects. So you still have Trent Brown on the last year of his deal. So. I, I don't know. I don't know how it's all to come together. Maybe one of these guys turns out to be a gem that they can, you know, snatch from from the jaws of defeat and, and find an actual serviceable right tackle for for early in the season. But it, it seems like they don't trust any of those, uh, you know, sow or so. Sorry, uh, uh, you know, to play right tackle out of the gate.
0: This guy Tyrone Wheatley is he the guy that was w- way overweight and. Did videos about getting back into no, shape? or that. I don't think so. He well,
4: was a tight end.
7: No. He was a tight end for a long
0: okay. time I think in, of in and DJ college.
7: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Who's a veteran? Yeah. yeah. This guy's just coming into like he's never been on a, even a
0: roster. Yeah. Okay. okay.
7: But he's like 27 too. He's
4: not. Yeah, he's older, like he's but right, but he's never never played he, never NFL played yet. it down in I the just, NFL. He made a
7: transition from, from tight end, right?
0: Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel
2: like it's been slow. I feel like this goes back to kind of what we were saying like all off season. like I wish they would stop trying to find these diamonds in the rough and these developmental guys and just get someone who's already good like yeah. go out there and spend money on someone who is I, good a lot of and
0: people like, are saying the same thing it, it's yeah. so well, annoying
4: that's what I just don't get is why like I get you need tackle death but why don't I mean and, and, and why not maybe wait to see someone who gets cut. Maybe there's someone who actually has played in the league that you know you feel Well has they could a have got this guy from the
0: Cardinals for, for cheap money, right? I
4: mean
7: that's
0: that's you one option.
7: I mean you could have probably spent less on Josh Jones than mm-hmm. you did for these two. For guys. Pierre I Strong, mean, which probably the same as the second guy. Uh, low. The, the well, area. Area Who was low.
4: on my top 50 big
0: board? So thank yeah, I was you very, very happy. much, I was folks. very happy for your victory over. lap. That's a Patriots <laughs> connection right there, Brett Bielema. <laughs> right. There we go. Uh, well, there we go. And, and, you know, I heard there's, you know, speaking of trades, I heard the Patriots are, you know, looking at tr- uh, offers for Nick Folk. Um, that was reported earlier, confirmed later by Jeff Howe. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> what? Nice. What? What? Um, nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> no, so what? Uh, so I think everything's on the table right now. You know? Yeah,
4: I yeah. mean, I understand with folk. I mean, a lot of teams are, are scrambling for a kicker right now, and I, I don't yeah. know. It's it's a, it's a great debate to have. I've seen. I don't know who wrote. Barringer won the punting job. Seems to have won the, yeah. the. Although I I never get when people are like he could come. Uh, Carlos Waveman could come back to the practice squad. I'm like, so are you saying that you think he's going to, or just that? It's a possibility. Like I, I you okay. know, like are they trying to imply that like? Well, totally any of these guys that
0: got cut could right. come back right. to the practice it's,
7: squad. It, yeah, we all understand that if these guys get cut, most of them are you know most of them are younger guys. They they could come back to the practice squad. My guess is if they've gotten cut already, that's probably not the case. And I use um, Bill. I thought had a really interesting answer in terms of the timing of the the cuts, the transactions when he was asked about this yesterday and he went in and he, he basically said, Fred, what you and I have thought about this all along, you know, these guys have worked really hard and we think it's, you know, it's worth it for them to have a chance to get out there at times when we know, and you have a chance to get out there a little bit early and maybe, you know, your agent gets a little more time, even if it's 12 hours, whatever. Yeah. My guess is if that's the reason why the guys, the timing of, you know, the, the Carl Davises, yeah, the Quillis Waitmans, those kinds yeah. of guys. Because, I mean, Waitman's been in the league a little bit. Like, he has actual punting experience. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is doing him a solid. Yes. You know, get, get out there and have a chance. Now, I'm not telling you he can't come back to the practice squad. Maybe no one's interested and they say, hey, you know, he's worth using one of my 16 spots. But I don't think, based on Bill's answer to that question yesterday morning, that that would be something in the plan. If they wanted him back in the practice, like really wanted him, I think they wait and try to bury it with the other thirteen hundred or so guys that that are going to get released at four Mm o'clock.
0: No, but I think, or you know, guys that get cut early, I think it is doing them a solid because you get out there, you know, first, and other teams can say, "Oh, he's available." You know, I'll pick him up, and you know that makes a decision that you know uh, easy for them that. You know they don't have to wait.
4: Yeah, it's the it's like the young guys that they hold on to, the guys that they've drafted, the you know the Josh Bledsoe types of the world, the, you know Sean Wade's guys who are on the bubble and yeah, you know they probably would like to keep in house with the practice squad, but they try to hide them like Paul said at, at four with the onslaught of, of all the releases that happen at once. So yeah. well, see, and and again, weird. I'm
7: not like I'm not I don't want to be like added when Waitman gets added right. to the practice. <laughs> right. squad. Like I'm not telling you that that's not a possibility. I think it is. But I, I think if it was a priority, they would have
0: waited.
3: Lefty punter. So, with, right, s- yeah. with
0: Strong gone, um, the r- running back room is Stevenson, Ezekiel, uh, Elliot. Elliot. <laughs> <Zeke>. <laughs> Ezekiel. <laughs> <You> just <go laughs> we're just going by
7: first names. Yeah.
0: Elliot. Uh, J.J. Taylor. Harris. David Harris, and Kevin, Kevin Harris. Kevin Harris. Kevin. And, <laughs> oh I knew God. that. <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: uh, I know you gave me the looks. and, like, and whatever, whatever yeah. and whatever time yeah, call time. Yeah, Ty Montgomery.
0: But the willingness to get rid of strong. Can you read into maybe Montgomery is going to come back? Mm-hmm.
3: I guess. Well, but he's I mean, been practicing. Yeah, yeah. I just think with
4: Montgomery, it's a, like, can we trust him to stay healthy? Right. Thing, you know, and you'd love to keep some insurance for him. I, I don't know. I was just surprised. I thought. You know, based on not much, I thought Strong was better than Kevin Harris. I didn't think Karen, Kevin Harris did too much. This year. didn't have a lot of blocking, but I don't feel like he really was able to produce anything on his own. Um, but I was kind of still intrigued by Strong, and I, I, when he came back, I'm like, all right, maybe maybe they have some some plans on to at least keep him on ice for. Well, if you Mark, know, the way they down, featured
0: but. him late in that game, now you think maybe they were just putting tape out there so that. Hey, you, you know, mm-hmm. he can, he can play. You're yeah. gonna, you're gonna trade him? He wasn't great tape. So yeah. didn't get them very far. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. You he got had a d- couple d- good plays. You got finger whacked. <laughs> <by everybody. laughs> well, he had a couple plays. Give it uh, to plays. Don't
7: back down. Just man. pretend it's me.
3: <laughs> so I really, B- Bill shot it down with Pierre strong yesterday when Mike Reese asked him about the scheme changes and if the different offensive coordinators played a role, but he was a outside zone runner in college and then they came here they were trying to do the outside zone thing last year didn't end up working out and then bill o'brien is installing a completely different run system now and just watching Pierre strong try to read out the plays that are in front of him in the scheme that they're running now just a lot of downhill stuff it just looked like a round peg in a square hole like he just didn't really seem to know where he was going and running into the back of blockers instead of into daylight and uh, things like that so I thought it was more about the details with him. He's a talented kid. Like, he can run. He's got a you know, good lateral quickness. But uh, in terms of the vision and the details of the passing game, I, I think he was pretty far away uh, from what they needed him to be. But uh, I, I don't lament the Pierre Strong thing. The tackle situation is it, – it's an impending doom. Like, you – it's the same thing with Patricia last year. Like, you – we all knew that this wasn't going to work. Like everybody knew that this wasn't going to work when they went into when the draft was over and their options at right tackle were Connor McDermott, Riley Riley Reef, Calvin Anderson, and you know switching positions with City Cell. So. The, yeah, there are bodies there, there are names there in the hat, but none of those names were any short of a uh, uh, short thing. Like we and we knew that this was going to happen. And then people that blame it on injuries, like they, they, this was already co- spiraling before the injuries started to pile up. Like Riley Reef was already moving inside to guard. Carna McDermott was already getting passed by City So on the depth chart. This was already a problem a week into, into camp, and we all saw it coming. So I, I, I just am so confused as to what the plan was there and and why, if us laymans can see it, that they don't have enough tackles, wh- what was the plan internally? At the tackle well, position. Some people
0: you can think you can find offensive linemen anywhere, so it's not that Well, important. maybe if Dante Scarnicchio walks to the but door, but you do you actually
7: can. have to have them. I, I would agree with you in, in, uh, in theory, Fred. Like, it's the same thing with the Pierre Strong thing. I'm not going to get all upset about Pierre Strong because I'm, I'm going to stay true to myself and say he's a running back, and I think they have enough running back. I think, you know, when Zeke got signed, yeah. it made somebody expendable. It turned out to be strong. I would have thought they would have kept him – and try to see if they could incorporate some of those passing game uh, elements into them. I agree with Evan. It doesn't look like it's all that natural for him uh, in that regard. But I, I am a little surprised they, they ended that experiment so quickly. Um, but in terms of the offensive line, yeah, I, I agree that you can find them. They never looked. Like, their solution is to just put guys out, like, just say, well, you know, someone will work. We're going to throw, throw bodies at it. We're going to have Riley reef and Connor McDermott and Calvin Anderson. And if that doesn't work, we're going to change positions from a guy in college. And if that doesn't work and then we get banged up a little bit, we'll just go and take two guys that have never really played in the NFL. Like this is what the plan was. That's, that's what they, their plan was to just throw bodies at it. And hopefully one of them works. Yeah. Like I agree Fred. (laughs) Like, I'm not trying to be like an alarmist, I think you can find offensive linemen, but they're
3: not really looking for like true answers at offensive line. I, I think you could do that when Dante Scarnecchio was here and was taking Steven Neal and well, turning him thing. into a starting caliber tackle or a guard, excuse me. But <laughs> I, I, I you know st- how
7: long that took by the way. Like I've heard right, that but, a lot the last but couple just of days.
3: Like use your name, like insert Dante, you know, groom tackle here, right? Like you could take a, a million of those guys and say that, that, that used to happen. They used to turn them out like crazy here. I don't know if Adrian Clem is up for that. I, I don't know if they're ready to do that again. And you look at, okay, so what could they have done differently? There were six tackles, five of them that changed teams in free agency that are all better than the guys that you have now. Orlando Brown, Caleb McGarry, Jawan Taylor, Mike McGlinchey, and uh, Wiley from Kansas City who started in the Super Bowl last year for them. These were all guys that were out there for just as free agents in, in March. Josh Jones. That they could have signed. And they didn't, and then we get to the draft, and you know we were talking about this upstairs. Why isn't Dewan Jones a patriot like why Why is Jake Andrews a patriot in the fourth round, but Dewan Jones, who is a Trent Brown clone in a good way from Ohio State. 360 pound right tackle prospect who's killing it right now in Cleveland and is the reason why you have Tyrone Wheatley because he was expendable on the Browns roster because of Dewan Jones and now the Browns have three starting tackles and uh, because they have two starters and they have DeWan Jones we love everybody here was all about DeWan Jones and he falls to your in your lap in the fourth round of the draft and you took a developmental backup center over him so what? what's your intel? Like, I know they're not going to tell us, but clearly there was something on DeWan Jones that they had that they felt like he wasn't a fit here for whatever reason, football character, whatever the case may be. But meanwhile, he's had a fantastic preseason, and he's going to start in Cleveland.
4: Yeah. And, I, and I just like This all comes on top of the fact that Trent Brown is the one you're holding up. It's like, well, we have that spot locked down. Like, Trent Brown, the guy that you didn't, you know, that's jumping a, a false start it's that a you a didn't know you could count on. It. I mean, it's. I don't know, like, what's it going to look like week eight, nine, ten? Well, like and season. how much
0: pressure does this put on Adrian Clem? A lot, you know. Yeah,
4: well,
7: that's that's Evan's
4: point. And yeah, but I kind of you know, past though, I, it's like how much talent are they getting? And I want to go with?
7: back to the the development, you know, with Dante, and and I think this goes back to something that Bill really believed in in Cleveland with Pat Hill, the former Fresno State. coach. I think he's the former Fresno State coach. Right? He's not still there anymore. He's is he? anyway. Football. Pat Hill, who was the offensive mm-hmm. line coach in Cleveland. Um, they had something they called the Offensive Line Development Program that Dante was outstanding um, with continuing in New England when, when Bill got here. And there were countless examples of practice squad promotions that three years down the line, it's not just Stephen Neal who never played the, f- the sport before. It's guys like Tom Ashworth and Brandon Gorin that were serviceable tackles. Not great, not great players. But it, t- it, it took years for that to happen. You're asking these guys. Like, I, I've heard a lot of people, and some of them, I, I re, believe it or not, I have respect for, who have suggested that there's a chance that Verdarian Lowe could be the starter at right tackle on week one. Right Now, I don't think that will happen, but some people that aren't just throwing it out there have suggested that. That would be the equivalent of Stephen Neal starting as a rookie or let's say a first-year player. He had one year under his belt on the practice squad. That would be the – this guy has played 33 snaps or something like that. Yeah, he played in one game at – 33 snaps he's played. And they weren't good. And you're going to just plug him in as the starter a week into the – you know, before the – a week and a half before the season? Does that sound like a recipe for success? Well – it's Philadelphia. It takes these I mean, guys a long time. Is, I, is, is is basically my bottom line. I mean, are, you can no. develop them, but it's not going to happen in a blink. Yeah.
0: I, I know they love and when you uh I think that's the answer. At guard, but are, you know, are they thinking we'll kick them out to tackle and I don't know, Jason Hines is getting a lot of love from people. Yeah, Jason Hines
3: yeah. has been pretty good in the preseason, and obviously Moffey's been been solid yeah. too. So, yeah, that, I mean, if that's, I you're right. that's the solution, then sure, but they've been reluctant to do that, and they've said publicly that on when he was settled in at guard. That's exactly what Mac Rowe said after the draft. Now, circumstances are different now, and maybe they feel like they need to push it a little bit, but I, I just want to continue to reiterate that their options were not good. Like, take the injuries in the preseason out of it. Their options were not good. I've been saying for, for months since they signed him that I thought Riley Reef last year was bad at tackle for the Bears. He didn't even start in Chicago until midway through the season. He was, he was yeah. a backup. And he wasn't good at tackle last year for Chicago. Then he comes here and a week into padded practices, he's already playing guard because he can't handle the foot speed on the outside. So these options were not good, and I I listed all of the the names that were available in free agency. I forgot Andre Dillard, who was the one guy that they reportedly actually went after, and they got outbid by the Tennessee Titans, again, uh, for a player that would have been easily a day-one starter here for for the Patriots at either tackle spot.
7: And most of those guys that Mike and Evan are talking about, were like Lando Brown
3: was a high-level,
7: big-money signing, McGlinchey, Mm -hmm. probably. But like some of these other guys weren't necessarily breaking the bank, guys. And you guys all talked about Josh Jones with the Cardinals. It it basically cost you the equivalent of what it cost you to get low. A sixth round. I I think they switched spots in the, I think, fifth and seventh. seventh. So it's basically like a sixth rounder. You moved up from the seventh to the fifth round to get um, Josh Jones, who has at least started He's a little bit like Calvin Anderson, right? He's ha- had some starting experience in the league. I don't think it would have taken, you know, an $80 million contract to improve the, the tackle spot. I mean, yeah.
2: but if, if there was a tackle out there that's worth the money, I would have paid for it, especially when you have a quarterback like Mac Jones who already had a bad year. It's like, don't you want to put the foundation around him so that he can have a better year this year? Because, I mean, even with a great offensive coordinator, if you don't have a line, I mean, how are we really going to see a difference? Yep. Like, especially if he's getting destroyed. Well, as much once as again,
0: we'll be like, well, you can't here blame you go. Mac. And he'll have his built-in excuse. But I'm, I'm still sticking by, if he's a good quarterback, he's got to, he's, it's got to be obvious that it's not his fault. And unless mm-hmm. we see that, then he's going to get judged. So I
7: just want everybody to be intellectually honest about right. it. Because I haven't heard anybody defend Bailey Zappi's performance against Tennessee.
0: No right. Mm-hmm. No, the ba- the Bailey Zappi fever broke. So if and it's this,
7: and and he didn't play well. No, no. I know he wasn't protected well. He didn't play well. I watched. Through. No, there were. I other, watched the game.
0: There were times where he did have time, but I watched yeah. the yeah. game,
7: and he just wouldn't get rid of the ball. But yeah. I think the same performance would have been
0: perceived a lot differently was had Mac? it been Mac. Um, mm-hmm. Any, we're not surprised that McSorley got cut, right? No, no. 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 Uh, who's rumoring that Zappi— is in trade talks. Uh, no, they, they, no, no
7: one's really rumoring that he's in trade talks. People are speculating that they might need an upgrade at backup oh, quarterback. Okay. And
0: could
3: could Zappi go if they got a, a, See, a different that, backup? that to me in Zappi's defense, you guys all know I'm not a Zappi guy. No, and I'm not that, either. You know that. That's a bridge too far to me. I think Zappi is still a very serviceable backup quarterback. I think what we learned this summer in practice and in the preseason is that he's probably not a starting quarterback, which we kind of already knew anyways, at least – most most, most people knew. Right. So I, I think that the, the, the Joe Murrays of the world that told us that we were, you know, saying we're you know, we, were, we, we were lying about a quarterback competition in, in the summer here in the preseason, I, I think we can all put that to bed. Yeah, like Mac Jones is clearly the a better quarterback yep. than Bailey Zappi, but I, I still think Bailey Zappi can be a, a serviceable backup if he's playing with the starters sure. and they're crafting the game plans around him being in the game and the play calling and things like that. Then I, I think it would look a lot different than it did against Tennessee. And that's what Mike and I were talking about in the
7: post game the other night. Like, yeah, this was we're not sugarcoating it. Zappi was in the bad list, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, you know, do you see now? You see now the dip? Like, well, no, because I didn't see Mac Jones play with that same cast of characters for a whole game and get killed. Like, I didn't see the, the production being any different. And even on this better days, like the second day in Green Bay, you guys are telling me there were some plays that, you know, eh, he got it off. But maybe it wouldn't have been the same way. So, like, the protection is an issue. Whether yeah. it's yeah. the first unit or the the third unit that he was playing behind the other day, right. what,
0: what did he fumble three times? Three times. Yeah. I mean,
7: he I'm, This is not here. I'm not here to defend Bailey Zappi. He didn't play well. Yeah. I just think to to use that as your proof. Right. right? I haven't seen Mac play at all. It's not in fair. In the preseason, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. played
3: three series. Yeah. Just it, uh, the offensive line for either quarterback is going to be. A, a problem, but it's been a trickle down effect. Like, we're talking about how their injuries on the starting offensive line, and Mac is working with Mafi and so, and those players in the lineup. Well, imagine what it's doing to the twos and the threes if, like, you're already elevating those guys. You know, now we're really talking about, like, uh, Micah Vanderpool getting pulled off of what was it, the XFL or something like that, and now he's, you know, starting in front of Bailey Zappi in a preseason game. So I think it's added even potentially an even bigger effect domino effect on the guys that zappy has been working with even than the guys that mac was has been working with and i i just when you talk about building depth you know to tamara's point about like going out and buying a brand name and free agency guys like riley reef and connor mcdermott and city so changing that's good depth those were their options to start at right tackle week one from the get-go right? that right that's, that's not the, the, the that's that sh- those guys should have been okay we have you know uh, orlando brown we have juan taylor and trent brown but riley reef we brought him in as our sixth offensive lineman and if we had an injury then he can play guard he can play tackle and he can play four different spots and that's good depth it's your ted karras Right of this year's group and then you go back down the line of you know Connor McDermott you can still draft City so in the fourth round and develop him at tackle but now he's your third or fourth tackle on the depth chart instead of your second tackle on the depth chart so their their problem at tackle is not depth they they've had bodies there this summer they don't have a frontline guy. Outside of maybe Trent Brown. And we're, I think we're still all skeptical of what Trent Brown is going to bring to the table, too. games. And that's the
7: slot thing, you know, with, with Tamara's plan of getting. So now you have, let's just say, Mike McGlinchey. OK, I
2: would have loved that.
7: So now you have him and you're going to have him probably for the next three years if mm-hmm. you would sign him to a free agent deal. Right. And then when you draft all these guys, like Evan just explained, they're there to take Trent Brown's spot yeah. next year when he's gone. Mm-hmm. That's how it's supposed to work. Instead, they just decided, well, we'll figure it out on, on the go. Now, I, I agree with you, Fred. I think it's going to be a win-you. I wrote that this morning, and I know I'm not the only one. A lot of people have been, been writing about a win-you at, at tackle. I think he'll be fine if he plays tackle. He ain't ready to play tackle in week one. He
6: mm-hmm. hasn't
7: done anything all offseason. Yeah. Right? So that's not an ideal situation either, in addition to the fact that you're probably going to have a guy making
0: his debut at guard next to him. And against a team, against the Eagles, that uh, pretty well, we formidable to, rush. We don't
7: have to worry about them because they don't have much of a defensive line. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's
3: not even the, just the, the Eagles. You're, the first, four mo- first month of the season, yeah. you might be going up against the four best fronts in football. You have the Eagles, you have the Dolphins, you have the Jets, and you have the Cowboys. Yeah. I, I heard someone Who's going to block this? Micah oh, Parsons in this group? Cerrone <laughs> Battle,
7: I think, on, on 98.5 was mm-hmm. talking about this yesterday. And, you know, a lot of people have made a big deal all the quarterbacks they have to face. The pass rushes they have to go against this
0: year are pretty formidable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You better have a uh, blitz killer ready to go.
2: I'm just, like, confused because I'm like, again, both at this position and wide receiver, it's like, why are we just getting a bunch of depth but not actually, like, a guy?
3: Like, the guy. At least at wide receiver they have NFL players. Yeah, right. They right. don't have NFL tackles. Yeah. Like, they, they, I, I don't, That's the biggest thing is, like, that's why I'm sec- I am 2nd guess the tackle approach much more than the receiver mm-hmm. approach because they have three – Juju, Parker, and Bourne are three NFL-caliber receivers that would be on any roster across the league. I'm not sure that Connor McDermott is on a roster. Right. Riley Reef is the That's only
7: quote-unquote NFL player out of that group, and he might just be done. Yeah, he's old. He five. might just be done. I mean, he, he was on Cincinnati and Chicago the last two years. Couldn't stay to eat at either one. And both had among the worst offensive lines in football all
0: in right. those particular That's years. That's the line. Uh, did, did Calvin Munson earn himself a job on I, this team?
7: TBD. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know no. if he has. Um, we'll see. I mean, I, I, I we talked about Mac Wilson last week. The three of us, we all kind of agreed. Yeah. Um, that he was a little shaky. I thought Munson was active, but as a linebacker, you know, no. I'm wondering as a special teamer and. I think they were sort of looking at those couple. Well, of Well,
0: what about in Wilson's role? I mean, Wilson's role was spot play, right? Depending on the situation, could yeah. he do that?
7: I don't think so. No, I think he's more of a traditional, like kind of. Yeah, I just Bentley think that was a preseason game. He played Bentley well, backup kind of like Tavai, backup kind of thing. I don't think he's a, yeah. su- like I don't think. I mean, listen, I'm not Amos Alonzo Stack. I don't look at him as a sub, a sub option.
4: No, and I mean. Just one of those vets. He's been around. He's kicked back and forth between here in Miami and practice squads. Like I don't, I don't think you need to save a roster spot for him. I mean, he's yeah. one you could just. That, get that's at.
3: my thing with Calvin Bunsen's of the world is like, they, so they cut Demarcus Mitchell and uh, Jordan Helig a couple weeks ago, and I took that as a sign that maybe they're not going to carry as many of these kicking game aces as they do normally. So you're obviously going to have Slater, and I think Brennan Schooler is going to make the team too. But other than those two guys, unless you want to count like a Chris Board or somebody like that. Yeah, I I would would count
7: Board and say that's three that I would think most people agree on. Yeah. Is, Is there a fourth? I, I don't know. I don't Raleigh, think, Raleigh Webb. I don't Amir, think there should speed. be a
3: fourth is my point. And yeah. hopefully that them cutting to Marcus Mitchell and Helig was a sign that they are looking at it and saying, well, you can't really return kickoffs anymore. And, you know, we're, we're, all the things that we've talked about with special teams getting legislated out and fewer and fewer special team snaps. You, you, you hope that maybe they're going to adjust the ro- roster construction accordingly. Okay. I think
7: the, the two young cornerbacks Bolden and speed will probably, you know,
0: in that conversation, but are we still looking at sure. three tight ends? Cause Sicky's back. Yeah. Henry's getting better. I don't know. And about then Sokol. Is I, don't that, is I don't know. That? I don't
7: know for the, you know, today when we find out, I wouldn't be surprised if it's just two with the intention of adding somebody else. Now yeah. there are some tight ends, you know, Albert O got released today yeah. by Denver. Albert he's o. a guy. He's a guy that I love now. For purely selfish reasons, I'm praying that they don't because I don't want to have to spell that name all the time. I know I'll butcher it. <laughs> just Alberto. Um, Albert yeah, I mean, I can't really write that. though. <laughs> That's what we're going to write. <laughs> um, <laughs> official stance. You a stroke, you know, like. My guest is somebody, you know, who, who's uh, – they'll have three tight ends. I just don't know exactly how they'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Will they cut Sokol and Ferkser and try to get one or two of them on the practice squad? Will they add a guy, you know, off a of waiver? I mean, Albert O is pretty athletic. I don't know if he fits like in my mind what they need, and yeah. if they need a more physical mm-hmm. sort of well-rounded That's so. So type
3: I, of I looked it up his to some of his like where he played in Denver and stuff, and he played a, all in line. Like he's not. I looked at him as more of like a Kasiki type. Yeah. That was this really good athlete that could play in the passing game, but I never really thought of him as like an in-line blocker. And is he? Uh, According to PFF, he had a decent grade in terms of blocking, but I I haven't watched his so that's a problem. Be my to, to, guess. <laughs> I, I haven't watched his tape to know if like that was you know stuff more detached from the formation where he's just kind of blocking corners and safeties or if he was really going up against edge defenders and kicking those guys out and stuff like that. So I don't know, but I never thought of him in college in terms of a draft prospect as a, a blocking tight end. I thought of him as a guy that runs like a four four at two hundred and fifty pounds. That's how I yeah.
7: have always thought of him. I mean, even that game, I think we played. Do we play Denver in the? Uh, I think we played Denver in the the twenty twenty the yeah pandemic year. I don't know why was I couldn't that, was think of out? the name. Jeez. Pand- I think he was a rookie in that game and he had a couple of chances yeah. to make plays and dropped a couple of passes. A of brutal one. Yeah, he's also been injured. He hasn't. Yeah. He hasn't now played he had, a ton. He had a monster preseason game the other yeah. the other day. And I thought to myself, Ooh, he must be on the roster. My immediate thought was like, yeah, I think he had like over 100 yards receiving mm-hmm. on like eight or nine catches in a preseason game. Yeah. So my immediate thought it's was like he's, he's not long for Denver. They, <laughs> you know, they, they have good depth at tight end.
0: Uh, the way Bill was talking about Booty, is he on the team or is he just pumping him up for maybe a trade?
4: I think he's on the team. Me too. Did yeah. you see yeah.
2: that he was like getting stuff mounted in his apartment? And everyone was like, Oh, I guess he's. Staying.
4: Oh, he's buying. He's buying. <laughs> Buying green bananas, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly no, that to myself.
3: I think he's on the team. I yeah.
7: think yeah. I think he'll stay, but I mm-hmm. don't think he should be buying green bananas.
0: <laughs> and Cunningham, does he stay as a mm. wide receiver or a developmental oh. quarterback on the practice squad? Practice,
3: squad? practice yeah, squad. Yeah, I think
4: practice squad. I don't think he's a receiver, though. I think that's. No, I don't fail. think. He, I mean,
7: no. I have absolutely yeah. no idea what they're going to do with him. I think quarterback, but I don't know roster practice squad I don't know what
3: they're planning yeah he's been a good sport about it but if if I was Malik Cunningham I would be a little irked by how I was used in the in the preseason you know I I, I'm sure he probably would have gotten a series in that Green Bay game if the Mm -hmm. game had had continued but he's a quarterback like he's not a receiver and if he was able to play quarterback the entire preseason and have all that film at quarterback I I think it changes the trajectory for him. Like he either is on this team or he's probably claimed by, by another team. If he played quarterback the whole time.
0: All right. And I didn't even get into the secondary, but I think I'm I'm feeling still pretty good about the secondary. I think.
7: Well, I feel pretty good about the safeties. I'm not sure about the corners, but it is a good sign that uh, Jonathan Jones is back out practicing, um, which is in line with what Karen Greggian reported about a week ago that he is, projected to be ready to go week one so that's that that to me is huge but i think there's still the uncertainty with jack jones and now a lot of people i don't know how you guys feel mike uh, tamara and evan uh does that mean anything for sean wade you know has he made any kind of a push i thought he initially was having a pretty solid camp i didn't like the way he played in the games oh, as much yeah you know so i i don't know if there's a spot for him
3: yeah I, I, just looking at jack jones remember brandon browner yeah. How they played him in the in the last preseason game because he was suspended for the first four games of the year. Watching Jack Jones out there in Tennessee gave me. I said that to tons Mike in the of, vibes I said, of I was that. stunned. How
7: many? It's like they they know something. Yeah, and, and he also did
3: not play well. No, no he no. didn't oh. play well. So uh, he
7: played like a guy who was irritated that he was on the field. Yeah, yeah.
3: or had something in his mind that wasn't football. Yeah, you yeah. know, and I. Fast I, and loose. I wrote in Game Observation, I was like, Jack Jones is a better football player than that. Like, oh, he yeah. should not be getting dusted by third and fourth string uh, practice squad receivers and stuff like that. Like, he's I, he's better than that. I would just throw
7: out there, and, uh, you know, sometimes I'm guilty of making too much of it, but when you start to see groupthink developing, and I read that a lot over the weekend and into, like, Monday, various roster projections with Sean Wade due to Jack Jones's uncertainty. Now... About a week and a half ago, I was on 98.5 with Beatle um, and, and Hardy, and I mentioned Jack Jones's uncertainty, and they interrupt. well, what do you mean uncertainty? And I was like, well, I don't know. Is he going to be available to play? And they all just felt like it was a foregone conclusion. Hmm. That he's going to be available? But yeah. Huh. So now, all of a sudden, people are writing the uncertainty around Jack Jones, which tells me that somebody mm-hmm. knows something. Mm-hmm. And you know how that goes. Once one person, or maybe they were just listening to you. One person says it, and then all of a sudden it becomes a thing, and then everybody starts to say, "Oh yeah, that's they right." You know, friends. Because I think there's a chance so that he might be able to be on the team initially, but that when that, whatever the hearing is, is in September. Now it's between week one and two. Yep. Who knows what's going to come out of that?
3: Yep. Who knows? I, I still think I, I've been saying all along. I still think that the the league suspension. That did Could happen. You don't have to be guilty in the court of law nope. to get suspended by the NFL and the optics of what he did, regardless of if Rose Capaccio works her magic or not, is not not going to go over well in New York. So
0: All right. eight five five Pats five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hotline. web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Tonight is the Patriots premiere. Tonight which is the the big event for the community relations department, the big fundraiser, it's mandatory. All the players have to be there, and they sit at different tables with people who bought tables, and there's like a little stage show. I think Zoe's involved, perhaps. I think so, probably. See, up there. Yep. And they'll announce the Ron Burton Award tonight, the person who did the most in the community this year and, and, and Tamara will talk to him right yeah mm-hmm. Tamara will have planet. that first one-on-one with the Ron Burton award winner tonight so stuff to look forward to tonight
7: Fred remember 100 years ago when we were part of that uh that yeah thing?
0: we used to do the PFW uh <laughs> annual awards and I would <laughs> I would get up there one year with Chris Berman and we gave out like you know if it was 1999 we'd give out the 1998 awards you know defensive player of the year rookie of the year the whole thing and then Bill said, "No, no, <laughs> yeah, right. That's that's last year. We're right. not doing we're that anymore. The, we're, we're not, not doing that room. anymore. That's not surprising. Yeah. yeah, but we'd have plaques made and we'd give them to the player. No, you know? no, wow. rookie, no rookies of the year. Yeah. Oh my no. gosh, that's funny. Yeah, back in the day, no, because me, Fred, and Brian, <laughs> one of these. You must have wanted no belong, part of that bro. one.
4: Let's oh, I was,
7: out. yeah, I was, I was, I was young."
4: My, uh, my sister got to go to it one year as part of like, I might have been through something I was blogging, but she sat with uh, with your guy, Josh Boyce, and, and couldn't like get Boyce. over how much he hated sushi. Like, he didn't want anything to do with sushi. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was what he's like.
0: Oh, man, Josh he's Boyce. He's a nice kid. That's the like big takeaway. That was
4: it. He didn't like sushi. <laughs> what could have
0: been? All right. Uh, let's get to the phones. Uh, the East Ticket Hotline. Todd's in North Carolina. What's up, Todd?
1: Hey guys, uh, talking to my seven-year-old, we were having a little bit of problem with my dad, 87, and being in the hospital and stuff, and he said, well, how do we keep going? I said, hope. And I think that's the same thing we got this year. I didn't feel it last year, but I still have hope for this team. I can feel like there's some pieces in place, and things are building, and it, it it's giving me hope. Even with the O-line, they addressed it finally. I know it took them a while, but they seem to be going in the right direction. What do you guys
3: think? Did they address it? sorry about your dad but did uh, they yeah. ad- i i always <laughs> I, I, I always, I always Bye, hesitate to <laughs>
7: <laughs> to you know conflate real life with sports yeah. um but yeah i mean i i think if you don't have hope if you're a fan of any team right now and you don't have hope on the eve of the season oh, yeah. i don't know why you're a fan no, of no just uh, of the team, the so you should have months. hope. But I just would wonder exactly. I what have the, hope. What are the specifics? I have hope. I have hope in. I have w- hope
3: in one man and one man only. Yeah,
7: like I said, I
0: have. Yeah. Ho- I, go John, into, Jones. <laughs> I go into. I go into the season with hope, but no expectation. Yeah. It's
3: not even Mac Jones. Yourself, Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Okay. Bill O'Brien is my only hope. Do you uh,
2: think he can take this offensive line that he has right now and scheme something up?
3: Yeah, I, I think he could, if as long as it's only one spot. If you're telling me that they're going to be down multiple guys week one against Philly, then I'm going to say they're going to get shellacked. But if it's one spot, I think that they can figure it out.
0: Uh, Let's go to Willem and Phillam. What's up, William?
6: What's up, Fred? How you doing? All
3: right. This will be the opposite of hope.
6: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I hear you. (laughs) (laughs) So let's let's pick up where we left off at, shall we? Remember the conversation? And then uh, Deuce Charmed in on it, too. So that we liked um, on
4: when you and Andrews and you were uh, you didn't like right. that. Um,
6: yeah. Look, I'm. Let me be fair and let me be honest, okay? Look, I'm not negative. I just see this stuff, you know. I'm, I'm stuff that y'all reporting and stuff. I listen to you. I listen to other podcasts. I'm listening to everything, okay? It's just I'm just concerned, fellas. You you cannot be. You there's no way you can't be. And To the caller that just called, I don't have no hope like that. You know and I mean, let me, let me let me explain this to you real fast. Okay, so you had reason to draft, correct? You had you didn't like Darnell Wright, Paris Johnson, um, uh, who else was there? Uh, DeWine Jones. You played around with the Jets, though, and you gave Robert Jones to the Steelers. Okay, I like. I, I look, I'm a fan of uh, Christian Gonzalez. I get it, but you didn't even want to. You didn't want to get DeWine Jones in the fourth round, but yet you took what guard or yeah. kicker? Yep. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. do. I'm with you I do. And Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that – I mean, like, look, I know yep. I went back and forth with y'all on, on Friday or Saturday, whatever. No, dude, but we're, just, we're with you on this y'all one. Y'all need to really. you just understand it from my point. I'm passionate about this team. I'm tired of Bill Screw. Maybe he just don't have I, – I, like, I, I just have identity for offense. He's a defensive guru. You know what I mean? Hands down to him. You know what I mean? But maybe he just don't – he cannot identify offensive talent. You know what I mean? And it's, I don't know. i just go back to what I said again. Since time left, what you done lately, what have you done now? Yeah,
7: that's the concerns, I, mean. I, I think that's very legit. Uh, you know, I don't know how you – I mean, you can have hope and still be concerned. I mean, I don't think right. those two things are mutually exclusive. And I understand where both of the last two callers are coming from. Uh, just um, you can't possibly look at this team and just say, well, they got everything all set. You know, there's nothing to worry okay. about.
0: Can't. Yeah.
6: Okay, and ladies, y'all take care. All right, thanks. Thanks,
0: You know, I saw that um, movie um, Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of reminds me of that, you know, like they're building this weapon that's never been used before, and the first time they use it will be the first time. And no one really knew what was going to happen. That's kind of the way it is with this offense. Oh, yeah. You know, it'll be kind of the first time with Bill O'Brien and – you know, the way it's constituted, we have no idea. There's really nothing to go on about, like, how they're going to do. And I could absolutely envision
7: sort of a, you know, a reasonable period, you know, in the first half of the season where they're doing a good job of identifying weaknesses for the opponent and attacking them and having good schemes and good good sequences. um, And then eventually – the talent wins out and you figure out and I think that that's largely what we saw two years ago where the offense was okay
8: mm-hmm.
7: and then eventually like you sort of run out of ways to have Jacoby Myers throw a pass to somebody um, and set a pick for this guy and figure out how can we consider, like I thought we even saw signs of it, it, albeit with secondary personnel how many slants have they they thrown in this preseason and then by the third quarter they were just slamming the crap out of every slant against Tennessee. Now, I get it's a preseason game. It's not a, a traditional game plan. You're just running but I think that they're I think their game plans are going to involve RPOs, slants off of those, yep. and then some deep shots. Yeah. You know, mixed in. I think RPOs are tough on offensive linemen. So your offensive line is struggling a little bit to protect. I don't think that's a good way to, to help them. So I think they'll have some success when they're with the newness of what they're doing. Then the question will be, how do they sustain it?
4: Do you do you think I was just thinking to, to Fred's point, is this the least you've ever seen not just Mac Jones but like a starting offense and start like the, I, I feel like of the preseasons I don't I've wanna, watched, I don't want to say this the, year. the least I've ever seen. Two
7: thousand eight Brady didn't take a single snap the yeah. entire preseason. But and, otherwise then we all know what happened yeah. ten minutes into the season. But the rest of the guys did. Yeah, but they didn't. You didn't get to see the first offense. Is Deuce's point. Yeah.
4: yeah. And what was the questioning like with Bill on that? Like, does he just be like, well, we're just doing what's best for the team? Like, you know, why aren't you playing Tom at all this year? Oh, like, he no was. Joints or anything? He
7: had. You know, I I don't remember specifically, but I mean, he had, I know he was dealing with an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, in that in that summer, this year I wonder if the conventional thought that a lot of us have been using is like he didn't wa- he didn't feel like comfortable enough to put him out there. Based on the personnel that was that was going to be with them, um, I, I and I think that's worrisome. I you know the last the last two years you know I'll, I'll use last year because rookie year isn't fair. Last year, he played in that third preseason game yeah. significantly. Yeah, and
0: and. and they didn't do well, and he stayed out a little longer so than they probably wanted him. So to So it's be.
7: not like, well, Bill doesn't believe in playing his front line guys in the third preseason game. Right. We just saw him do it last year.
4: Right. Well, what changes? Was it injury? Was it you felt like you know last year it was just a tonnage issue with all the joints practices and preseason games, and then traveling to Miami early, and, and we're trying I to think dial it was back protection. on that stuff too. I
7: think he didn't. I, I think he took some hits. Yeah. In no, that in that um, Green Bay game. I just think, and made, I think he didn't want to risk it.
4: It's a new offense. He got three drives in a preseason game, and those, and I albeit know. those two joint practices, which was a high volume of of stuff, but still, it's not within the flow of the game, and you know, like it's it's hard to establish yeah. kind of a real rhythm. It's you know, it'll be different it it'll when be different. you
0: have a red jersey on in practice. Oh yeah. It changes your mindset. They can't hit me. No, and was, I don't have to worry about that.
4: There were so many times, too, in that Green Bay practice where, you know, we're talking about passes on both sides where you see the defensive end get by and p- tap the quarterback on the butt and kind of celebrate. And then the pass comes out and it's beautiful and everyone's like, oh my God. You know, both sides. It's just.
7: And what the practice really hard. setting sort of clouds a little bit is even when you want to say, like, even if you're watching it closely and you're doing it quote unquote right and you're saying, okay. That 50-yard pass to Parker, that wouldn't have happened. That was a sack. Okay? Mm-hmm. But then you go to the next play, and they just run the next play. But you don't say the next play was third and 19.
4: Right, right.
7: Because he got sacked on second and 10. You know what I mean? Right. So even then – There's no then,
4: consequences for – and, and it doesn't build on it. You don't really have correct. the feeling of – or even to the other flip side, hey, we did hit that play. It's first and 10 on the 12 now, and we're trying to score, and we feel good, and we got right. some momentum. It's now we're just right back at the 30 again, and we're you know trying to run our plays, so – I, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I mean, I think you, you try to hide in that excitement a little bit if you don't know what to expect. But I think, I think the the hard part is as Evan. I mean, laid it all out. Was we just we spent so much time this offseason talking about the tackles, and it's and that's exactly what has happened. And so it's it's hard to you know fake enthusiasm when the one part you thought was going to be the weakness is kind of turning out to be the weakness. Yeah, and you still I don't mean, have an excitement
0: answer. turns to anxiousness. Yeah, you know, you're more anxious. Well, especially with that like...
4: defensive line coming in, and and I mean, and I agree with the general point that. You know, maybe Cole Strange is, is going to be okay this week, and maybe Michael Omenu is okay. And, I think they'll you be know, in the lineup. Maybe they have four of them, but, yeah. like, as you pointed out many times. God,
7: they missed the whole summer.
4: Like, how can you feel great about you it? You ready to hop in against Fletcher Cox and company? Like, it's, you know, especially when those are guys that, even if Cole Strange and those guys were here the whole time in the summer, I'd be, it's I'd of, be right? concerned. See, and,
7: and the other thing, too, is I don't look at those two guys the same. Omenu has proven that he is rock solid. Yeah. Strange hasn't. Yeah. You know, we're hoping Strange takes the year two jump.
4: Especially with the power of, like, Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox. Like, those guys, that's what troubles him. And, you know, coming off a a knee injury kind of hasn't really had any game action. I mean, got hurt the first day of pads.
7: We're keeping Freddie awake. Um, (laughs) Hungry. Just to add to, uh, you know, some of the stuff that we've been hearing in terms of the roster construction, wide receiver, people still continue to sort of throw out there that teams are interested in Kendrick Bourne. I don't know if you've seen any yeah, of this uh, stuff, um, and I think Jeff Howe, another confirmed one. Uh, it. Yeah. Well, he confirmed that, and also said that um, the Patriots, uh, you know, haven't really been interested in that, which to me would make sense. I think Bourne figures to be a part of. You know, it's Bourne and Parker, and to a lesser extent Juju, because we haven't seen much from Juju, and I worry about that knee. But is it Demario Douglas? Tyquan Thornton? Does he open on IR? Like, is he on the team today but has to get placed on IR tomorrow? Like, I don't know. I have no idea what to expect from him. How do you guys feel about the wide receiver
4: room? The same kind of thing. I mean, it's, it's – you know, there are some new pieces. Like I kind of feel okay and, with it. And Juju. I really do. I, I mean, I guess I'm more worried about the other stuff right now. I feel
7: good I'm about his targets. I'm definitely more worried about the offensive line, but yeah. I don't feel good about I, the I feel the good about his all. targets.
0: I think, I think it's okay. And I'm including Demario Douglas in that, you know, and I, I think he's it's go- one of the ones I feel the best about. Yeah, I think it's going to be OK, but he's going to need a little bit of time, you know. Right. Well, that's a yeah. to
4: Douglas. It's like he's one of the only ones you feel like could get could have theoretically get open in another
0: right. game right off the snap. And and you I know? think he's, he's going to need that binky.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's not going to be your
0: binky. I don't know. I mean, that's asking way too much of a kid. Well, I mean, kids have done well in the past. I have hope. Yes, like I have the hope.
7: Fi- yes, the fifth overall pick of the draft, like <laughs> Jamar Chase, has done well in the past. Like, I have hope. Julian Edelman, it wasn't a binky his his first couple of years.
0: Uh, Do yeah, want to go to Bill? Well, let's hear what Bill's saying.
5: We'll let you know when, if and when anything happens. We're we need a few balls in here. air. Are guys gonna practice today?
7: If- don't anticipate them making the team still. Are you going to tell them before practice
5: how's that going to work? Yeah, there's multiple players in multiple different situations and combinations. So, mm.
1: well, you your asked about the kicker for the competition over the weekend. So you said very intuitively between us and Chad. Do you trust Chad to be a global kicker to start the season?
5: It's on our team, I trust, otherwise, it wouldn't be on our team.
8: So.
5: Yeah, well, again, whatever the role is, if the player's on our team, then it's because we're comfortable with them doing it. If we aren't, then we should find somebody else. After uh, releasing McSorley yesterday, do you feel good about just going into the season with uh, two quarterbacks or looking to add there? Yeah, Yeah. well, Ben, you know, we talk about this every year, Uh, what what the roster is today, what it is tomorrow, what is the next day. Like, there's going to be changes on our roster and every other roster in the league. Every single team will have roster transactions over the next multiple days, including some up until the day before the opener. So it's a process. We'll work through it. Some guys will come back. Some guys won't. You know, we require players from another team, two players from another team. There's, there's multiple things going on. So, so I'm not going to you know comment about where we are or aren't today because the process is far from being over. Right in the middle of it. <clears throat> Bill. And not all the players that you would ask about who are not here are necessarily not going to be back here. So we'll see how it goes.
0: Coach, what did you see from Tyrone Wheatley and Vidarian Lowe that make them good fits in your system?
5: Uh, yeah, well, acquired uh, both young players. Uh, they, I think they have upside and want to work with them. So um, put them out there and see how it goes.
3: On those two guys,
4: Bill, how much does your scouting report on them coming out of college? Uh, influence the decision versus what you've seen from him in the NFL, which probably isn't that much,
5: right? And they have played that much. Right. Well, um I mean, Wheatley, you know, played tight end in college, so less on him. I mean, Lowe, when I played five years at Illinois, so more on him in college. Um, Lowe's had two years in the league, and... Played every snap against Tennessee at left tackle, so some film on him. Wheatley played in preseason, so well, it's a combination of things. Uh, we had Wheatley in for uh, a workout last year, I think it was. So There's, information comes from various sources: college film, college interviews, pro film, workouts, other information we've gathered along the way. So the scouting department does; they do a good job of it. So.
9: Bill, what did Bryce Baringer kind of reaffirm with your evaluation of him when he drafted and the open rise and the, in terms of His adjustment to the NFL level over uh, the course of the last few weeks?
5: Yeah, look, I think any, any young player, uh, obviously, a big adjustment coming into the National Football League, long way to go. Um, they've experienced some things. Um, they'll all experience a lot more how they'll do and other challenges and more challenges um, at any position, but especially that position uh, in New England over the course of the year is going to be something they'll have to deal with. You know, so we'll see. Um, certainly, Michigan State had their share of balmy days, um, as we will, but other ones as well. So, but I mean, it's a whole different. You know, everything's different. The rush is better. The returns are better. It's harder to pin them inside the fit. It, you know, it's everything's harder. So, and that's true for all rookies. We'll see how it goes. <clears throat> Bill, we've seen uh, Colts range a couple times arrive late in practice, uh, not participate. Obviously, you expect him to practice today. Um, yeah, day to day. We'll see how he is today. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Bill, I know in previous years we've talked about how difficult a day this can be for players who are not going to be making this team. I'm wondering if you might share a little bit about how that process goes for you and, and for your staff, just in terms of communicating that with the players, is it one-on-one conversations, and anything you might be able to share about how how challenging a day this is. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a tough day. Um, uh, you know, for everyone. We have relationships with players, some over an extended period of time, uh, some less. But yeah, you know, we talked about it the other day. It's. It is it's difficult for everyone uh, it's difficult on the relationships but we all knew this day was coming and this is part of the process and it's a very competitive league and there's a lot of a lot of very talented you know players and and they compete and not everybody can you know have a spot uh, so yeah, that's difficult again I would as always like I always do uh, caution you about you know thinking like things are over when they're not necessarily over on a lot of levels. They may not be over here. They may not be over somewhere else. Um, players have certainly gone left here and gone and had careers, and players have been released by other teams and come here. The Rob Nankoviches of the world or whatever, the, you know, tough day for him, and that's the end of his line, and it definitely wasn't. So, you know, the, the stories aren't over here. Um, this is one step in the process for us and and the players, and. For some, it will be. For others, it won't be. And some players that we release will come back and play for us, uh, be on the practice squad, and some won't. That's Again, we all knew those numbers and, and the math when we started. don't know exactly what they'll be but we have a general ideas. So that's, that's the way it is every year. But yeah, it's always difficult to, to even have to tell a player that he's not going to be on the roster, he's going to be on the practice squad, or he's not going to be here at all, or whatever it is. Um, but like I said, unfortunately, that's that's part of the process. What we all signed up for, we knew that's what it is. And this is one of the days that it happens. So, yeah, appreciate it. Okay, thank you. That was
0: Bill Belichick. Um, you know, he's... oh, What's, what's that? Turn, turn your mic off, Fred. That was Bill Belichick. Um, and he said right off the bat, you know, we have a lot of balls in the air. There's yeah. a lot going on right now. Um, well,
7: yeah, they have... Situations with guys that aren't active that they have to decide uh, by four o'clock how they're going to open the season. Um, Cody Davis, Calvin Anderson, or, or two. Um, I mean, even Trey Flowers, I think, is yep. still on PUP. Yep. Um, then the health of you know, we talked right before we went to Bill about Tyquan Thornton. All those offensive linemen, where are they standing in terms of their physical uh, availability? Yeah, there are a lot of balls in the air, and that is not even taken into consideration what we talked about, like a guy like Albert O. Yeah. Would they put a claim in on him? If they do that, they, they'll do that today, right? Or tomorrow, I guess, by yeah. tomorrow. But
4: that was just one of my biggest questions from the trades. Is if like, they had to. Does it make sense to wait? Because so many people get cut. Like how much of a sense do they have of all the depth charts of, hey, this tackle might get cut, so we either can – you know, trade Pierre Strong and go get a tackle, or maybe we wait and we see who gets, you yeah, know, but, who but shakes if you, loose. If you want, right. But if you want the guy, you gotta right, you, go you, you got to make the trade. Like, yeah. like, yeah.
7: like, like you you were talking about Nick Folk early in the show, Mike. So, I mean, I I would say, you know, from a a rational standpoint, well, why would anybody trade for Nick Folk? He's going to get cut. But then you, you have to fight. Sure you then you have yeah. to fight the, the four teams that are supposedly like. I think I saw like Dallas and Denver. I, I saw like yeah. three or four teams that could possibly be in the market for a kicker. Well, then you have to fight all those teams and possibly outbid them. Right? Yeah. You know. Whereas
0: you give them a seventh round pick and you get Nick Foles. Right. Uh, let's get back to the phones. Eight five five Pat's five hundred. Eric is in Amherstburg. What's up, Eric? Hey,
6: Town- Township. God. Paul's my favorite, so I'm huh. to yeah. just say that. Thank I'm you. Glad that he's here. Ew. If I had and, a dollar uh,
7: for every time someone said that, I'd
0: have about three wh- bucks. Where did Evan and Tamara go, by the way? To the press conference. They went to the press
9: conference. Oh, okay. uh,
6: disappointed that Evan's not there because I'd like his input on there. <laughs> so if Bill has the same kind of a year as I think he's had drafting since 2017, do you think that he could possibly get relieved of? GM duties before coaching duties. I know that's a really long stretch, but I just think since 2017, his drafting and his free agent signings have completely went downhill compared to what they were in the early dynasty, is what I'll call it. And I'll take the answer off the line, guys. Have a great day.
7: All right, thanks, Eric. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm, I never rule anything out. I would be um, completely and totally floored if Bill agrees to you know cede all the power and just coach. No way. I can't imagine I can't that that's going to be the case. But
0: what about macro just having a little bit more say? Can't see it. No. I, I mean, mean, as long that. as
7: I mean, a little bit more, a little bit less. I don't know how to define that. But final say, if it's not Bill, I can't see him staying. Yeah. And l- again, I maybe he'd surprise you. Maybe he said, you know what? I'm seventy whatever years old. I want to coach for another couple of years. I don't want to go somewhere else. I, I'll, I'll just stay and coach. Ma- maybe that'll happen. I'd be very
0: doubtful that that would happen uh, me too uh nick is in rhode island what's up nick oh nick is not in rhode island anymore he's gone good job hardy yep didn't
7: pay did his phone bill. so i love
0: this on, to... on 985 the
7: sports subs italian subs or any other type of sub for the rest of your life oh this or that
5: easy
4: italian any other subs any other sub? italian
0: i agree
7: <laughs> I it's <laughs> I
4: don't easy don't. I go so, so
0: meaning if if you pick the any other you can never have, never an, italian have an italian again that's all right i couldn't do that i'll live I think it. I'd do the any other. I can still have bacon, right? You can have your cheeseburger <laughs> sub. You can have your steak and cheese. I'm aware of all the options. <laughs> tuna, <laughs> the tuna. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd go with the any other
4: Italian subs. Are they are they like the Italian subs that much on that on that program? That program?
7: That oh, it's a this or that. You just people like throw in Oh,
4: general. It's not it's not thought yeah. of by said host. Well, of the sometimes
7: show. sometimes they are, but sometimes well, they, they, take, don't, uh, the they don't the listener's suggestion. They
0: don't like to talk
7: about sports. So, uh, just, you know, sandwiches. that that show cannot be accused of that. That's the morning show on that on my station, right. as you like to say, uh, They Nick, don't like to talk about sports. They had oh. an unbelievable interview today. I'll let you get to the call oh, really? first. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah. get to that later. Uh, Nick in Rhode
0: Island is back. What's up, Nick?
6: Yeah, I uh, don't know if you guys heard Burt Breer the other night talking about excuse me, um, the Pats looking to
4: trade.
7: He mentioned in a very like withholding way, he was like, yeah, think about a team
6: that uh, just hired a new coach. That was kind of his clue. <clears throat> so I kind of looked into it. I think he's talking about Zach Ertz. Uh, I know Bill had had a crush on him, whatever, years ago, wondering if to me, that doesn't move the needle that much. If that's what we're
4: looking to trade, at, I guess not at
9: all. No, uh, to me.
4: but wondering what you guys think about that. I, just, I think it's Kasicy, right? I mean, is that he's kind of like an old, an older uh, version uh, uh, of uh, Kasicy, like, banged up. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean,
7: I, I like Zach Ertz as a player. I think he's he's had a really, really good career. Probably a better career than Kasicki. Um but you're adding another sort of pass catching tight. I, I think that you know and. Old legs. You know, Evan talked about pro football focuses assessment of Albert O. Um, I see. You know, speaking of Albert Breer, I saw he had a uh, retweet along the same lines of what I was thinking about Albert O. when he was saying, you know, he might add a you know uh, a run blocking element. So yeah. if he's a well rounded guy and thought of as you know a reasonable enough blocker, I, I i i would take a I would take a flyer. I would too. Last year of his rookie deal, so cheap money.
4: Young guy. Maybe some potential still. Third, third tight end. Take a shot on him. If he develops. I mean, Hunter Henry's a free agent. Kosicki's a free agent, right? Like, that, there's no long-term stability Well, he at would be a free end.
7: agent, too, if they, if they claim him on waivers. He'd be a pending free agent. that's somebody to try out. Maybe give him an extension. Maybe Matt Lacoste is available. <laughs>
4: Let's
0: I go to Jody that. in Atlanta. Jody, he is he is, actually. What's up?
6: Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. Hey. Hey, um. So I'm from Atlanta, and uh, since we played up in Nashville, uh, we drove up to the game nice. to go watch. And, uh, I mean, definitely Ooh. wasn't the most entertaining game, but, you know, anytime you get to watch football, it's it great. Lightly. But I was a little concerned. I was trying to watch, and I tried to, you know, watch into people's individual reps instead of trying to watch the, the game as a whole. And I noticed they were playing Mapu uh, in, like, three different roles. So it looks like he played down in the box a little bit, and then he played – safety, and then I think they had him over at flat corner at one point. How uh, do you guys think that they're going to use him kind of going into the season? Do you, do you think he'll be more at the second level or more at the third level?
7: It's a good question. I, yeah, I think
0: it's in between. I yeah, think he's He that, did. He
7: definitely started at linebacker and yeah. then he ended up at safety. I think
0: but he's but that big know. safety that comes down a lot, you know? yeah,
6: I, I So, if they keep them back there, then then who's on the who's on the outs? Or do you think they're going to keep all of their safeties because they they oh, got up no. there?
7: Yeah, they have. Well, it depends on who you think is in, but I mean, they have uh, Phillips, Duggar, Peppers, and uh, Mapu, right? Yeah, and Mills. Ma- and and but Mills. What about Mills. Yeah, those are the five. Yeah. Okay. Now, I I think that I think eventually they want Mapu to be a linebacker. But I don't know if they feel like he's ready yet for that. I don't know. I mean, that's just my my feeling from afar. He spent more time, would you agree, Mike, in the secondary all this it, summer? All of it. I mean, yeah. I, you now, know. but he started the game the other night as a linebacker, not as a not as a safety in the box. He was playing linebacker the first couple of series. You could see it on TV. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes.
4: I, I it looked to me like he played safety the whole time. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm wrong. I mean, my impression is that. The guy moves to the second level on a passing down to cover running back, and people lose their minds. Like, I, I just, I don't think he's ever going to play three, four, weak side linebacker next to Juwan Bentley when hey, we got to stop the run. I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. I think he moves really well. I thought I was on the same thing Evan was on. He
7: just ruined my whole day.
4: <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, I, think he's got great speed. I think you know. Unfortunately, people might not want to hear it, but I think he might be Kyle Duggar next year. Mm. That's mm. what I think.
0: Wow. Because Kyle Duggar may not be
4: here. I, I mean, yeah. Wow. and I, I, know, I, I don't know how he gets in this year. I, thought, I think Mills has been really good. Um, I think it's going to take an injury or some poor performance for him to actually get in and have a role other than maybe like a special teams up and down game day kind of guy. Wow.
0: Okay. okay.
4: And I like him. I mean, Thank-
7: yeah. I, I think he has a ch- – I mean, I, I'm going to keep my dream alive, Jody. I, I, I think that Bill's – uh, targeting of him tells me that maybe he's at least interested in. Because I think as a safety, he's a safety. He's another safety. Like, yeah. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with their safeties. I think they're good players. I think there's some versatility there. But I don't see him as like the next Ed Reed or Troy Palomalu, um, you know, who's going to change the game. I think at linebacker, his skill set is intriguing to me. And that could be something different. But. Mike's probably right. I, I mean, I, I'll just yeah, say,
4: I mean, I'm right there with you, Paul. You know, Evan. Thanks, Joe. You know, and I don't know what this means, but I really love this next gen site that we have access to now, which is, you know, you're, you can watch everything. They give you the dots on every play and, you know, and it records everybody's speeds and stuff. And, you know, and, and Evan pointed it out and I and I noticed it, too. And, you know, it's it, you know, he is consistently take this for what it's worth. I don't know what this it's is. Worth, gonna, this is going to make he's, you laugh. He's the okay. fastest guy on the field a lot of the snaps he played the other night. Now I don't know what that means, but he's the fa- he's the guy who's the fastest one probably the fastest to me. on the speed. Yeah. yeah,
7: I think his speed is definitely apparent, but um I did not like that play as much as most. Right, I don't think he took a good uh, oh, angle no, and I think he got very lucky.
4: Totally fair. I, I just I think for me the observation was that he can run. Oh, absolutely. And, absolutely. And, absolutely that's you know, why I that's, want him at linebacker. And that's why I you know I wonder what what is it going to be? Is there a you know free safety, you know, that kind of role? Is is he is that what they see in him? I, I, just, I think he's a really unique player. I mean, I know Greg was a little bit down on his play. Evan was a little higher. I mean, I just I just like his traits. But don't I like you
0: think well, traits. those his... traits? Don't you think those traits are so important when you're playing a quarterback who can extend plays with his feet? Oh yeah. And there's so many of them that we're gonna play. That's where we get burned. It's not so much the first three five seconds. It's when we cover well, and then the play breaks down, and then we get burned. So if you have a guy like Mapu who's got that kind of speed, maybe you minimize the the damage that happens when the play breaks down. I don't know, but I think they've been lacking that.
4: Yeah, he's just he's got an interesting combination of I didn't know how fast he was. And that's just what piqued my interest with that because what I did like about him was that he throws his shoulder into guys. He's a hard hitter, and he just seems to see things and go. He has that recognition yeah. skill that you don't always see. But the see funny from guys. thing about
7: that is, I think he wants to be that, but he didn't look like I, I didn't like his tackling the other night. I mean, he, for the most part, they were able to, to make the tackle. Yeah. But it, some w- of them weren't. They like, weren't really clean. Yeah. Really no, he comes in. And the, the play down the sideline, I think it was Spears, um, Tajay Spears, mm-hmm. yep. who was fast. Yep. Um, yeah, He angle. had the total angle. He yeah. had the angle yeah. and got outrun. <laughs> yeah. And he barely yeah. got it with a shoestring tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I didn't love the coverage. I know a lot of people disagreed with me. Um, I didn't love the coverage on the tight end. I thought if the throw was put, you know, back corner, high point, nothing he could have done about it.
4: I, I think these are all fair points that you said. And that's, and that's you know, just part of watching a kid play his first game. And, sure. and there's no question some, some lumps there. But just as far as the traits, I think he continues to be kind of unique. And, and that's why the intrigue of, of could he play some linebacker? You know, I, I don't know. See, I mean, I'm with Mike. Maybe it's coming and up. I, yeah, like and coming I think up, you're right. Yeah. Coming up as a safety with the bad – like, I I get that. Like, you know, I get that kind of mistake from a rookie. You're not really used to the NFL speed. All of a sudden, you know, that's a really hard thing. I'm sure Devin McCourty could really talk to that of, you know, being in the free safety position and recognizing this guy. And I've got to take an angle in the middle of the field and, you know, make sure I'm able to tackle him. So, I I, unfortunately, I think he's going to kind of be a redshirt year unless, you know, Mills gets hurt or, you know, some of those safeties start to go down. But – um,
7: that would really uh, surprise a lot of people.
4: I, I, I'm kind of disappointed in the take in myself, to be totally honest. <laughs> like, I don't want to be saying that.
7: He's putting himself in take jail. Because
4: I love, like, I'd love to just see them, like, let's get going with this kid and let's not burn a year on him, especially yeah. if he's going to be involved. But well, I, they, I'm I think just they looking really love like, those guys right now.
7: So we're talking about Calvin Munson and Mac Wilson. Like, you know, yeah. is there room for both of you? Get him out, yeah. What are we doing?
4: Yeah. No, and I think maybe that's where this you're... This
7: kid's like 6'2", six 6'3". Six
4: that's where you're right,
7: Paul. And he you, runs.
4: You know what it's kind of like? I think he's better
7: going yeah, forward it's than not, back.
4: not totally the same, but I remember with Merriweather, and things were different back then with defense. Like, they didn't play as much. They were, you know, three, four, four four defensive backs, and they'd really probably just bring an extra defensive back on for, for passing downs. But... That might be where who gets it, is, is you know, that linebacker role, cover, you know put him Sub in the box, linebacker. third and seven, put him in there. Uh, you've got some things you can do with him with that speed, that size, that hit All right, ability. Paul's
0: Foods here. Uh, we'll take a break, but before we do, <laughs> Bridgestone is, is the official <laughs> tire of the New England Patriots and proud partner with Sullivan Tire, New England's headquarters for quality Bridgestone tires. Visit SullivanTire.com to find a location near you. We'll be right back after this.
6: Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Isn't it time to get exactly what you want? Welcome to Red Hot Deal Days from Verizon, where you get your pick of our best deals. Like my plan, where you can pick the perks you want and save on every one. For limited time, bring your own phones to a Verizon store and you can get my plan for our best price ever. Get exactly what you want in your phone plan and only pay for what you need. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get my plan. These deals won't last. It's your Verizon.
9: Paulie's well, really had an understated role for the defense. The field goal try by Badgley Bangs off the upright and, and it through. <laughs> Karems through. Good for Badgley from 44. So the Titans take the lead off the boink. It's a 3-0 game in the preseason finale in Nashville. Jason Hines, out of LSU second year for the Patriots now with left guard replacing Ferentz play action fake by Zappi has that to step up looks to scramble and runs his way into the arms of the defender Danico Autry with the ball loose he's not down? and Jaden Peavy coming up with it for Tennessee ruling on the field is a fumble recovered by the defense it's first it's down
1: to the Tennessee. now I thought he was down here you know, he got in trouble no the ball got knocked out right when he got back into the pocket that's a good call ball pops out you're gonna see him step up here steps up left doesn't like it fills it off the edge and then bang gets it popped out right there he's got to protect the ball better too loose with the ball there magically hit Got gotcha. 44 and now from 26 and the
9: kick is good so the Patriots with a giveaway on the strip sack defense holds Tennessee to three six nothing in the first Those two guys,
7: Webb and Munson, could be fighting for a spot.
9: J.J. Taylor takes the screen, gets outside, and he bruises his way forward. shouldering into a defender with a first down catch and run for the Pats for 10 yards. It's a
1: little screen, he's going to get a chip, and he's going to leak out here into the left flat. So they're setting up screen. Remember, offensive line cannot cut outside the tackle box there anymore so all you got to do is just wall some guys off get two hits right there j.j picks up a nice game keep making plays kid
9: through maybe half the practice squad there is little to no separation in terms of the talent of a lot of those players with a run to the outside and a
1: broken tackle and spears is forced out of bounds eventually for the first down for tennessee that's a good strong run right there and he stiff arms and runs over jack jack jones here and jones has got to be better you know, this, this run kicks out backside. You're the last guy in defense back there. Hand right to the head, stiff arm.
9: Got to remind you that while you're seeing our video images, it's the home team, the Titans, that have the angles for the officials. And Calvin Munson, climbing over the intended receiver, got it, has it for the Patriots. Another big play for the
1: linebacker. Munson? Making his case tonight in Tennessee. Man, Munson making some plays. See, the best thing about this is the ball, as it's deflected, and it comes up. See, make sure it doesn't hit the ground. It's gonna be on top of the defensive player. He gets oh, he's it. Got that it's almost clearly. Franco Harris-esque. Immaculate reception. Yeah, and he stays. What he does, he helps secure the ball by landing on top the, uh the offensive player. Pitch catches
9: this slam from and then he takes a pile, driving still inside going. the 10 and to the five.
1: So he makes up for the short arm (laughs) on the previous possession. Gets gets the slant, sort of stuck right on the numbers here. Makes it an easy catch for him by Zappi. It's an easier throw too. He doesn't throw this 95 miles an hour, like the last one. And then you just catch him. What what else are you gonna do with it? He's got an extra five, there he's, he's at six. Up to eight, over nine. 23 in all.
9: Now the Patriots have their first and goal to go. Down by six. The give to Harris. Through the right side, into the end zone. Touchdown,
1: Patriots. It's about as easy a touchdown run as you could have. Preseason game number three, a lot of guys mixing and matching up front. This just goes right up the middle, and it's hat on a hat. So Andrews is in its center. He gets the initial turn right there. That's the key. It's that right side, that right side all turns right. And then the backer gets picked. Willis for the turn
9: and the give. Reversing directions. Weston weaves his way to the open
1: field across the
9: 45. And eventually caught by Roberts.
1: 23 yards for Julius Chestnut. And it's a bad angle at the back end here. Now it's a heck of a run. It's over pursuit to the right. They do a good job walling it off. And there's your angle right there where you missed the tackle from deep. That's a good job Roberts hustling downfield. You know, for a big guy, staying with it. He could have quit, gave up there, stays with it. and he ends up getting to the ball carrier. The kick by Badgley, well wide to the left so the patriots
9: still have the lead on the miss from 39 thanks to the effort by roberts and company and willis works in the gun waiting on the 10th snap of this series he looks to throw and he tosses on the run chestnut for the touchdown here in that score
1: in the celebration for tennessee two consecutive plays excellent feet by Malik Willis here, filling the pressure. He's made a couple plays getting outside the pocket tonight. Squares the shoulders back against the line of scrimmage here. So you're going to see the pressure again. And right there, Fagot gets beat. That's a good ball. Keep that ball nice low right out front. Sticking between the numbers. Willis going back and looking to throw. Lobes
9: across it. the middle. It's picked off. And Giles Harris, the former Buffalo Bill,
1: has a theft as a New England Patriot. Nice read. Nice read by him. Dropping underneath coverage from the backside. Quarterback didn't see him. Tried to float the ball in there. This ball may have been tipped at the line of scrimmage.
9: Willis. Flushed right. Directing traffic to the end zone. Touchdown, Tennessee. Beautiful throw
1: as he finds... Now Harris Jackson. He created his own groove here tonight. He didn't start well. No. Tim Malik Willis, but he hung in there. He started to make some plays, gained some confidence, used his legs to set up throwing angles to where he could find his guys. He has Get some explosiveness.
9: Pocket collapsing uh, he uh, he on fumbled again. Well. He fumbled again. And the ball is loose.
1: Too long in that pocket, man. That clock, that's got to be ticking, ticking, ticking. They recovered it. He the did a good job getting on it. Retained, but. but
9: they're going to give it away with a punt.
1: Let's get a shot of Billy O here. Yeah, ball definitely came out. He was able to still secure it with that left hand. Came down the body. Stonehouse,
9: second year putter for Tennessee. He drills oh, this punch no,
1: into
9: JJ. the end zone. Don't return it. No. He's gonna try! No! No! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh
1: my! Well there's an
9: inexperienced guy's yep. I'm Camel not happy with that.
1: What's he doing? <laughs> You're supposed to put your foot on the five. <laughs> and the
9: Patriots will start inside the five for one of those
1: specialist jobs, but you know, those are tough to forecast. Wow, he fumbles, oh, fumbled Zabby again. Oh,
9: Zappi got sacked, and as told you, the ball came loose again. Third fumble for Bailey in this game. He's recovered two of them.
1: Can't control the rush. It's a very frustrating night for him. Billy keeps putting him back out there.
8: All
0: right, back here on Patriots Unfiltered. It's Deuce, Paul, and Fred holding down the fort. Tamara and Evan ran off to Bill Belichick's press conference. Yeah, I think they might have gone practice, to practice, too. Oh, now so practice. I get, some, get oh, wow. some
4: attendance, see who's out there. I did see uh, – I thought we were down to, like,
0: minimal attendance. At, like, for media, you can only send one per outlet. Right. So, That's true. So what's going on? I don't know.
4: I don't know. might just – I don't know. We'll have to find out who, uh, who actually went out there. We'll see.
0: Okay.
7: All right. Um, don't, you don't have to blow the whistle on our, ourselves. No, I know. but let, like, someone else, let someone else get us in trouble. <laughs> okay. All
0: right. Webradio at Patriots.com is the email address. 855-PASS-500 is the got? ace Mike, ticket hotline.
4: Well, I was going to share with the crew uh, that Alvin, Calvin Anderson is uh, being activated today from NFI, uh, according to Field Yates. So uh, he will start practicing immediately. He'll probably be out there today. So a little bit of, of reinforcements, I guess that was. I mean, he played left tackle the whole time. Uh, there we, oh, and Ian Rappaport just confirming, yes. The Patriots are trading Nick Folk to the Titans. Oh. So there you go. For? Uh, a 2025 seventh round pick.
0: Oh, okay.
7: What did you, you think? Th- think <laughs> I mean, like, I'm, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but what did. It's a first he,
0: rounder. What, well, what about 2024? We're not having a draft in 2024. <laughs> for a
7: 38 year old kicker. Yeah. What did you think they were going to get for him? No, I
0: don't know, but like, maybe a draft pick next year instead of two years from now? Wow. I don't know. Wow. Anyway, uh, alarms are about to go off testing. here. They're testing the oh, fire okay. alarms, but hopefully you won't hear any. Yeah. Noises. Um, so we have our specialists, right? So the rookies. We have our kickers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
4: Let's go. I mean. I think everybody's just like, you drafted him. Are
0: we now nervous about those game-winning three uh, field like, goals? That's like the least of my worries right now. <laughs> <laughs> if we get to that point, we'll be... <laughs> now I'm just like,
4: well, hey, maybe we could kick
7: 60-yarders if we have to. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think when you, draft, when you spend draft capital on this stuff, it's automatic. Yeah. You have to yeah. keep them unless the guy really just craps out like Justin Rolwasser did.
0: Uh, Juan and Monterey, is Mike Okay. He yeah. says, these last few weeks, he's been really down on the team. Even Paul, <laughs> who is the great white snark, looks like Homer in comparison. Where is the guy who was excited to be done with the Brady era to oh, begin the new one? I'm just I trying don't. to provide some balance broken. to the I've show. I've been broken.
4: No, I mean, sneakies. I've had fun. I mean, there's been, there's been some good stuff this summer. But, I mean, top of the show was all about the tackles, and. Like I said, all spring you spent talking about tackles. Well, and I, th- I
0: think the point of the emailer is you should be happy if the Brady era had continued. This is what you wanted. This was, is what you I asked for. I was so
4: for. wrong. I should have realized that Tom Brady was actually good, and we should you have, have, we should have you, just left. should like, have. In retrospect, you should We should have, have. kept him. We well, would when have had come, Super Bowl he, in 20, 21, and we'd be going for four in a row. When he
0: comes back for week one, you can – you know, apologize. Him,
4: yeah. Well, I'm just waiting because I'm, I'm assuming maybe at some point our paths will cross in this building, and I'm just hoping Paul's not there to be like, you know, he hates you, or like, you know, he's, Paul's going to sell me I not. would, I would never. No, I know, it. I know you wouldn't in real life.
7: I but. would do it to like Vrabel, someone who had <laughs> oh, a sense
0: of humor. That would be funny. Like, that'd be funny. I wouldn't do, I wouldn't embarrass yeah, you yeah. like that. No, no. Uh, Christian is in LA. What's up, Christian?
6: Hey, you guys. Good morning. all well, right Good afternoon, for you guys. Yep. So, it seems like with um, Ezekiel Elliott and Vermondre Stevens, that we had the power back slot sort of filled out and and understood. So I'm struggling to understand why we didn't try to trade like a Damian Harris or a package with Ty Montgomery to get alignment instead of what I considered a player that felt like he could have grown to be a really dangerous third down back with his receiving ability and speed in Pierre Strong. Was it that uh, Harris or Montgomery didn't have any trade value. Uh, why we got rid of them instead of Strong? What are, you, what are you guys thinking?
0: Yep, I think that. Well, Evan, if you heard, heard the beginning of the show, Evan said that Strong's style of running was more suited to what they were trying to do last year, was the outside runs, and this year he was kind of in his the w- way. He said a square peg in a round hole. And
7: in fairness, Bill said that didn't have anything to do with it. Uh well, anyway, he did. No, he, I'm yeah, just. Okay. I just want to present both sides. Yeah. I've often said. You don't always listen to what Bill says, you know, yeah. stuff like that. But he was asked that question yesterday and said it didn't have anything but, to do with it.
0: Yeah. But uh, you mentioned Damian Harris. He he, he meant Kevin Harris. Yeah, Kev- I Kevin Harris. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I
7: mean, Strong has. I don't listen. I don't think the the trade value was ridiculously high on any of those three. But I would say Pierre Strong's was higher than Kevin Harris's, and certainly Ty Montgomery at this stage of his career.
6: But right. Well, I would say package. You just- know. Do, do they do they do that where they would package two players? Let's but
7: say, but, but the other team has to want player? it. The other yeah. team has to want it. Yeah, like yeah. you have to, yeah. like Bill says, you have to trade something to get something. It's hard with Ty Montgomery too, as he's to right. hurt. Thanks, Christian. That, that's why I think he has no trade value.
4: I was just going to point out, Paul. You know, you did the profile, I believe, on Strong, and and you yeah. were kind of early on. Like I think we were all just penciling him in as the third down back, and and I think you were one of the first. He didn't on catch that, a being, lot of like, passes. He in wasn't college. really that guy. And so I, I think that lends a little bit of, of credence towards, you know, maybe the style, but I, I, I never really well, saw not, much of anything but he, out of him.
7: Evan's talking about the running style. He's more suited to the zone yeah. runs that they were trying to do last like year. Like that was what intrigued him, not as his pass catching ability. As, as opposed to the, the the just sort of but here's the thing. When given opportunities to catch screen passes and whatnot, he doesn't look out of place. Mm-hmm. Now the intricacies of what they want you to do, I don't know. Maybe he didn't have those. Maybe he didn't have the instincts as a, a blitz pickup guy. Maybe he wasn't great at running routes. I don't know. But the handful of times he got his hands on the ball, he tended to make something happen. Um, I thought he had a, a, a really nice screen in the game yeah. the other night. I mean, they, they had 79 yards of total offense. He had like 12 of them on that play, right? Yep. So I, I just thought, I'm not up in arms about it. I'm not changing my views on running backs. I just thought it was a curious decision to end an experiment with a guy one year in to get what they got. Now, mm-hmm. if it was to get, like, Josh Jones, a guy who started some games in the league, that would be different. This is to get a guy who played tight end until 20 minutes yeah. ago and has never played on a roster. I I just – besides the fact that you had the same guy in for a workout last year, you could have had him for nothing. <laughs> That's
4: exactly what I thought, Paul, when they did the move. Is sometimes they do things that I'm just like, you can already see the soundbite. And I'm like, well, there it is. You just traded a fourth-round pick for a guy who wasn't even in the league a year ago. Uh, not ideal.
0: Uh, Rick in Louisville, I know I'm probably making more of it than needed, but I really like Nick Folk. Maybe <laughs> I should find Hardy and we could go drink ourselves into oblivion. I never saw <laughs> hey. anything he did wrong.
7: There's a yeah. lot of reason to oh, like yeah? Nick Folk. He uh, was he was balls. He, he was. was like 90%. Yeah. In whatever, four years? Yeah. He never missed. There's no what. What possible reason could you have to not like Nick Folk? You know,
0: with with a with a short little blip in between, um, the Patriots have been pretty good with uh, you know field goal kickers. Yeah, yeah. Just ask them about uh, it. No, but Vinniteri, Guskowski, and now Folk. You know, I mean that's that's a pretty good run. That's yeah. a pretty good run. Fred. Folks, uh-huh.
4: folk's just a great story. I mean, you know, it's just it never happens. You sign this like cast off guy that's a punchline, and then he becomes. You know, super solid for you. I think Except the only one we want back is Tampa Bay. But like that, though, like a 38-year-old guy, and like he's been oh, kicking. Oh, he's 38 now. Yeah, 35. I think just the uh, the Tampa one was the one. I uh, wish, wish he would hit that uh, one. Jack yeah, writes, he was
0: good earlier in his career. Jack writes in, what is the realistic longevity of Bill O'Brien on this team? If this year is bad and we're looking for a new quarterback, is he staying around for that? If this year is a success, how much longer is he willing to stay with the team? Any possible interest into becoming a head coach again, whether it may be here or elsewhere? Or do you think he'll just ride this out for however long Bill is here?
4: That's a good question. I mean, I think there's maybe something to be said for him being from around here, and maybe he'll ride it out a little bit. To you know, he's been all around the country for a while. Maybe he likes being back here. But it's it's a it's a good question. I,
7: I don't, don't have know. I don't have the answer to know. it. Mike is right. I, you know, it's a good question. My guess is if he gets a head coaching opportunity, he'll go. I think he wants to be a head coach again in the league.
0: Uh, Let's go to Dan in Poughkeepsie. What's up, Dan?
3: Hey, guys. Um, So I'm itching for the season to get started. So I've been watching old past games uh, from the past, like pre-dynasty. Just to let you know, I've watched the 85 and the 96 championship games. Uh, Right now I have the – Oh, 01 regular season finale against Miami uh, in 01. Are uh, there any games as a fan you watch that maybe you would want to watch for
0: the first time again? Oh God, there's plenty. I mean, just go down the list of all the great games that the Patriots had. Just you know,
4: I'm sure Paul can give you some Drew Bledsoe greatest hits.
7: No, I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of games like that. But I mean, you want to go back old school like oh, Minnesota. So, so he watched the AFC, the, the 85 AFC championship. That was, the, that was the snapping of the Orange Bowl jinx down there. Well, the next year in 86, the last game of the year, they had a win in Miami to win the division. Great game down there, and they, they won back-to-back in the Orange Bowl. So the, I think it was the regular season finale in 86. Um, they, they won down in Miami. That was a great game to watch. I mean Drew, I could give you a million Yeah, a get one.
4: the Minnesota ninety five one though. That's uh that's ninety four. Ninety four, sorry, ninety four. Yeah. Ninety four Minnesota.
7: Um even all those games down the stretch were just terrific. Uh the Jets game here in December, uh I think Boomer Esiason threw yeah. a pick six to Ricky Reynolds right in front of me. <laughs> right in front of Polly.
4: The tuna bowls those are pretty good ones too. Uh, oh I didn't I did not like the tuna that bowl. That first
0: tuna bowl, man, that was one of the not li- most li- emotional did not games for that game. Like I ever watched because it was just it was more than just a game. That was the beginning oh, yeah. of the end yeah. with my girlfriend. This was a bl- <laughs> this was a blood feud. She's a big tuna. Yeah, you know, it was a no, the- tuna
7: fan. But I, I was I was completely like Fred says I was completely irrational. It was the, it was a the it was game, the border yeah. war. Yeah, yeah. You just we oh, can't yeah. lose
0: this game. Yeah. And she didn't get we it. We can't <laughs> lose this game. And, and the you know the way it ended in overtime, what a game that was! Was well, she
4: trying to like plan stuff during the game for you? And he's like, "So could we just go get some groceries?" And no, like, like, you like you don't I was, get but
7: well, I was, It was just the two of us, and I'm like, hucking shit around, like, just, <laughs> oh, whoa, hello? whoa, 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 hucking shit around. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking he the first. It. He did it twice. I was thinking the first word. <laughs> wow, that was a deuceism for no pa- no apparent reason. I wasn't even upset. I apologize. Uh, Paul, we're you uh, blue, huh? Yeah, no, I was, I was throwing design, things though. around. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Dan?
8: Um, it was an honor to be on for that, Paul. Thank you. Uh, but also, um, I would like to ask, uh, I just found out that my great-grandfather went to uh, practices at Bryant. Um, what yeah. years were those?
7: Oh, it
0: was um, for like 20 70, years, right?
7: I want to say 76
0: to... 92,000.
7: To, to, to 2000.
0: 2002. Well, no. Yeah, the year we opened up here, we went. So it's 2002, right? Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like I wrote a story right, on that. You
8: guys have been uh, very helpful. Thank you.
7: All right. Yeah, it was 70-something. I don't know the exact first year. It was like 76 Yeah, so... It was you know maybe a little before. Bryant
0: that. reminds me of uh recently I last week, Pete Carroll had a quote, I guess he was on I don't know if it was Richard Sherman's podcast yeah. about you know, when Pete first got here and he wanted to serve a certain type of food and oh, we're not serving him that and they served him bologna sandwiches and chips and, and chips and I was like, That's kinda weird because like back in the day Bryant we would eat with the players. I,
7: I said this to different people. Now, um Zoe, backed it up well no but so confirmed it oh
0: and i talked to Zoe and i said what's he talking about and he said he's talking about like at lunch up in you know back in the old stadium they used the vip club as sort of the lunch room for the players because they didn't have a lunch room and they would put out like a deli bar so you make your own sandwiches is what Zoe Aww. said it was Aww. you know it's like he said we don't care it was like you make your own sandwich It
4: wasn't just bologna They're no
0: it wasn't just bologna turkey and ham and oh, yeah, some there, salami right? yeah <laughs> right? i mean so pete kind of Exaggerated. It's not what they have now. Oh, I no. mean now, Everybody all, all, all teams. About But I think here. the
7: point was Pete tried to. He wanted to. Uh, or, yes, uh, yeah, he wanted to orchestrate what the meals were. Yeah, and wasn't allowed to. I think that was the point. Yeah,
4: but it seems like they eventually got there because everything I've ever heard is that the food for the. Oh yeah, here is I crazy. mean oh, oh now yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. And, and
0: it's personalized. I they mean, have you a go nutritionist. In, yeah. yeah, you go in there and Deuce has. What he wants yeah. and what he needs, you know, to keep either lose calories or gain calories. But Fred's you know?
7: right. Like we used to go when we were at Bryant, and we would have um, dinner. And when we first, when I first started, there was, like, we ate in the same calf as the,
0: the players. Yeah, we had to wait until they were done. We had to
7: wait until they were done, and then we could go in. But like, steaks, steaks, lobster, like, good, st- like yeah. good stuff. Yeah. And then the next year, we were in uh, a different calf.
0: <laughs> but but still, it was real food, you yeah, know? Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like bologna sandwiches. It wasn't bologna no. sandwiches. It was yeah. better than that. So I was wondering, and but do, do, uh, Zo said that, yeah, they'd have a deli bar for lunch. You know, oh, you make your own reasonable.
7: sandwich. And that was during mini camp, too. It wasn't like oh, all on. the time.
4: Pete. Yeah. Come on, Pete.
0: Yeah, a little, be little be bit of better, Pete. Be better. But I, I do know Pete, you know, to defend Pete, he yeah, did have- He asked for some things and never yeah, got, never and got yeah, any yeah, of them. Yeah, it was- Remember the rug thing? The budget was a lot tighter back then than it yeah. is now. Rug? Yeah. What do you want? He yeah. want wanted to, to change a rug and wasn't allowed to. Yeah, like the carpet in his uh, his office looked like there was a death scene there. Like yeah. you know,
7: <laughs> you've never you've never been there, <laughs> right? Like you, I'm not inside like, the oh. old stadium offices. The old now. stadium offices were just. I mean, there's no other way to put it. They were horrific. Yeah, they were really bad, and that's why Robert worked so hard to build this place because yeah. he understood how antiquated you you know how
0: like here you know you can find a bathroom right (laughs) that has less pressure if you know what I mean Uh, like there there were like two bathrooms (laughs) and one of them you shared with the greasy ass coaches you know and like that would just all throw it was just a mess it was (laughs) like the whole place like the back stairs led to the the locker room and it just a Smell of oh, urine like would if come up the really, back. If, oh. it, if
7: it was really wet, like it got, re- it would sure. come
4: in,
0: yeah, like through the back of the just awful. Room. It just, was,
4: it was like all in the I'm trying to describe above the locker room, that end of the stadium. Yeah, it was right. that north, north end zone was, or east, yeah. way, whatever direction
7: yeah, of yeah, the, the it
0: compass it was. Yeah, would all in one area.
7: They like passed that off as like super box, right? Right, the VIP box, yeah.
0: And then you know during the week, during the week there was a coat closet. <laughs> in that v and that's where a lot of our guys worked yeah we would coat and one time they had an event we had a double we had a work and check in coats i'm not kidding i'm not kidding because we weren't done so we had to be the people taking in the coats and giving people their tickets while get some tips. we did our work did you
4: get tips on that a little tips i actually. think there were a few tips was, put, uh, passed uh, well, around that, just, a little something was, for the effort that know? was pre-paul <laughs> yeah that was before I, me i, I mean, didn't have to
7: work in the coat closet
0: That's crazy. It was crazy.
4: I mean, I did get to – Reebok had a box at that one, so we got to go to a couple games up in the – I think I've told the story. I was dropping ice out the window on the poor fans below. I still feel terrible about uh, that. Oh, but. so
7: you were actually in the press box one. Yeah, like that, that one. The, oh, the, yeah.
4: the big one <laughs> overlooking from the yeah. side. Yeah. is yeah. that Reebok, you know. Hoity a, toity. The, the, high, the, the heyday of Reebok those days were. Yes. The, the, the mid-'80s. But, I, mean, the I mean,
0: players would come, you know, players from, like, Texas and stuff would come and say, what is This is place it? is my like high school. My high, high school, school. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, literally not as good as their
7: high school. Yeah. Let alone
0: college. Yeah. Just a dump. And it was never nice. No. Like, from day one, it was never nice. The day nice. they opened it, it wasn't nice. No.
4: It was terrifying. I mean, I went, th- my, my, went there as a kid before we were in there, and it, it, before we were in the box, just sitting in the stands and looking out into the, like, the cage where they would like, lock guys up, and there were like fights going on. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, yeah.
7: First game I went know, to, same thing. What's going on? Yeah. Terrifying. I will, I will say um, the only redeeming quality the stadium had was the sight lines for fans were excellent. Yeah. like Wide open. I mean, the seats stunk. I mean, most of them were metal benches. Yeah. But you, you had, a, like, there was good sight lines. Do
4: you remember when were you were in the stands when it rained there? I remember there being, like, a river coming down, like, through the stands. And there were so many, like, kind of ups and downs through the cement stairs all around the stands. <laughs> it was, like, you couldn't walk down certain areas because there's just. Oh, well, the plus water. You know, flowing as, you, out. as you
0: probably remember, it was all bench seats. Yeah. So, you know, you'd go to the bathroom and then someone had <laughs> right. slid over, and, you know, and right. so that caused fights. Yeah. You know? Um, it was just a mess. The bathrooms with the leaky pipes and just something out of a horror movie. It, it was just terrible. I miss it. I, we we, had, <laughs> we had we had we had we had four season tickets between five guys and it got so bad. Like we ended up arguing, oh, this is my week to sit out. No, no. I, I went know, last week. It? You know, I'll, like you didn't want to go at, at yeah. the end of it. It was terrible. Well, they
4: were bad, too. I mean, it yeah. was just not, not a lot of good teams. Until those mid-'80s, they had a couple, but then early-'90s, oof. Yeah.
0: Um, let's see. Pat Nagawam, good afternoon. My question for the day is, do you think Bill is taking a chance on unproven commodities at offensive tackle instead of signing Corey Cunningham, who was released by the Giants, yeah. has played here and has proven he can play in the league? We're not getting anyone with a modicum of high-level talent at that position at this point, but why not take someone with at least – the system in NFL experience.
4: Yeah, I just, I, I, I don't get it. I mean, I guess if you if you want to look at the glass half full that they're they're trying to find somebody that they can have long-term that's, you know, young, but it's just hard. They're, I mean, from Calvin Anderson to, to, you know, these two new guys that they traded for, just not a lot of experience, not a lot of, you know, when you get those free agents in and you say, this is what this guy's done in the league and this is what he could do for us, like all of these guys, it's either – You know, the older ones, can he hold on? Can we squeeze one more season out of it? Or, you know, we're hoping that a Calvin Anderson or a a Tyrone Wheatley or a Vidarian Lowe is suddenly going to come here and blossom into that tackle, but it's a huge – Long-term need next year, too. And when you's up, too. So, I mean, you've, just, you've got major questions and not just this year.
7: Yeah. Would you feel uh, better if they signed a guy like Corey Cunningham? Nah, I I mean, w-
4: specifically him, not really, because he's been here forever and he couldn't even get on the field when they probably could have used him. So, I mean, yeah. he was another I mean He spent two one. years here. Like, At least I can fool myself into thinking like Vidarian Lowe might develop into something because he hasn't been here before. Yeah, but that's probably now, the same guy.
7: Is he better than, you know, more accomplished is probably the better word. Than the mm-hmm. two guys they signed? Yes. He's played for parts of five seasons, and he's participated in, in 31 career games. Um, six starts, all in his rookie year in Arizona. Yeah. Hasn't started a game since 18. So what I think he's established himself as is not good enough. But that's probably a higher level than these two guys are at right now. But I don't think he's an option for you to start. Well, that's just like,
4: what does the line look like week one? I mean, you know, are these guys... Is, I think Fred's I mean, right. You're probably going to have two guys getting their first career start against the philly offensive defensive line
0: i think it's a when you i think fred's right uh david writes in he says nick folk is innocent uh i don't think nick folk regressed last year i think the jack bailey the jake bailey injury greatly impacted his kicking considering bailey had never been the ball holder for folk once bailey got hurt or had been the ball holder once bailey got hurt folk never looked the same i don't know was he well then so what do I need him for? I just need to keep
7: Jake Bailey back <laughs> as the holder, I guess. Yeah. No, listen, I, I think that the Jake Bailey absence that you probably uh, is more relevant is the kickoff guy. I think the kickoffs, the added workload to Folk probably affected him a little bit in field goals. But even then, he I mean, it's not like he fell apart. Yeah. The guy made roughly not, I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I got to think he was around 90%.
4: Inside of 50, he was money
7: i got to think yeah. he, was, he was around 90% in his time as a Patriot
0: on yeah. field
4: goals. Yeah, he was, uh, ex-
0: he was excellent. Jason in Ohio, love the show, been listening almost a decade. Wow. Between Evan, Paul, Deuce, you've built the best Patriots talk show available, excellent chemistry and talent. Yes. The interviews you put on YouTube, especially the Bill Belichick interviews, have some of the worst audio quality. <laughs> you cannot hear reporters at all, and even on max volume, Bill is barely audible. Incredibly frustrating to be interested in this content when it is consistently subpar. Sorry, just being honest. Oh. Well, sorry. Well, new well,
4: new uh, press conference room this year. I don't know if that's a complaint going back to last year, but we've it, had a I lot of problems. Problem.
7: Yeah. So I, I, I actually had to go down audio. and take part in like a simulated press conference. Oh no, because they're trying to get that up, well, you know up to speed, but it's yeah. not.
0: Well, like for example, today it was actually good. At least what I was listening, I yeah. could hear. It, but it varies. You know, depending on location and the equipment that's available there and all that. So, yeah, no, I I I share in David's uh, frustration. Sometimes you can't hear the reporter's questions.
4: It's tough. I don't know how you would get them consistently when they're all over the room, yeah, unless you had a guy with a mic going Well, to if, him, if you you you're know, in a set room that
0: you're using, all, you can mic it up, yeah. in, in which we're doing with the media workroom. But right. when you're outside or you're on the road after a game, you never know what that – post-game press conference room is going to look like. And sometimes it's tough. Yeah. You know, Uh, but I hear you. You know, we're always trying to get that. Uh,
7: Another cut that some of the uh, folks on Twitter are reporting. Anthony. Uh, Sorry, Claire. Looks like Anthony
0: Furkser is uh, being cut. Okay. Uh, Raj in St. Louis. I want to hear your thoughts about the rest of the league. So let's get your 2023 season superlatives. My choices are in parentheses. Worst team. He says the Falcons. Oh, I would
7: disagree. I think the Falcons are some building some yeah. uh, some young, especially yeah. the skill positions. Yeah. Uh, worst team in football. Ooh. Are the Colts going to be any good? Yeah, that, that was what I was thinking
4: I about. think the
0: Cardinals would be the worst team in That's football. That's a good they, one, but too. They're, they're trying to. Most yeah. disappointing team. He says the Eagles. The Eagles? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Jets. Jets, of course. Jets or the Bills? Of course, I'll All say right. the Bills. Okay,
7: so that's a good answer. Can you give me what you really think now? The like, Jets, no, but your real answer. <laughs> well, that's what I'm hoping. I know that's what you're hoping. Uh,
0: okay, most disappointing. Um, Detroit do, Lions. Well, Ooh. that could be. But what do the Broncos? Because Peyton's there. If they're bad, is that a disappointing? I, I don't know. Well, they stunk. I'm not. High I know, but on now they've yet. got
7: a. Sean Payton. I know, but they still won like four games last year. No, I year. know. Maybe five. But
0: aren't ho- hopes high there now that they've I got don't him? Think so. No? Oh, okay. Maybe Buffalo? No. Um, most surprisingly good team? Patriots. Okay. Surprisingly good He says good Raiders. Team.
7: Surprisingly Ooh, good team. I don't think I would um, say the Raiders. Who do we think is surprising? I mean, huh? Carolina
0: could be one of the worst teams, too, by the way.
7: I think Carolina's decent. Yeah? Yeah. Now, they're going to have a breaking in a rookie quarterback so I don't know how many games they're gonna win but they have some talent surprisingly good team I don't
4: I mean I don't think Jacksonville I think people are expecting Jacksonville, Chicago Bears get, really oh okay wow all right that's a good one
0: what about Packers speaking of I think the Packers are, north I think the Packers are good yeah I th- in, I, a ter- I, in a
7: terrible conference uh,
0: best mm-hmm. offense he says the Chargers
7: best offense I don't know
0: man I uh, I, I think City. I think that's Kansas City until <laughs> yeah, otherwise yeah. proven Uh, Best defense, he says, the Packers. Uh, I mean. uh, Here's where you want to be. Want to be homerific? Patriots. I
4: I I like that Philly front. Yeah, I do too.
0: Uh, He says, also, what is your general level of interest in the rest of the league this season? Like, how excited are you to watch non-Patriots games? I feel the least interested in this season, as I have in a long time, excluding the pandemic season. See, I go
7: the opposite. When the Patriots are really good. I'm not all that interested in what anybody else is doing, and when yeah. they're not, my interest is higher. Yeah,
4: yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested. I mean, I brought up Jacksonville. I am. I'm curious to see those teams, like you know, teams on the rise that are you know trying to take a next step and have a have a good young quarterback. Like that's what interests me. Is is you know, and of course, Kansas City. Are they going to be able to hang on and and continue their high level of play? Um, but but I, I think Jacksonville is just a team I'm, I'm curious to watch. AFC South feels kind of like it's there for the taking if they if they're able to put it together, and it just might kind of you know, start to alter the power structure in the AFC a little bit. And Who is that? Jacksonville.
7: Yeah, I think they're the odds-on favorite, again, to, to repeat in that division. But I don't know how good they are.
4: Yeah, that's, that's why I'm kind of like, you know, with Ridley in the mix with them. Like, and there's,
7: there's two bad teams in that division in, with Houston and the Colts. And I think Tennessee will be okay. Yeah. And I think Jacksonville's the best. Now, you have to prove that you're worthy of that. That's, you know? Yeah, that's Which that's, what I'm, that's what I'm interested in.
4: You know, are they are they able to be? I mean, you know, last year with the playoff game with them against the Chargers, you know, that's kind of a coming out moment potentially of of hey, it all of a sudden turning it around. We'll see
0: if they can carry it over. Uh, David in Bethlehem says Thornton is in the next the next to go. Can't block, oh. not good laterally. Speed only when untouched. NFL is not yet a flag football league. Did he just say Thornton Thornton can't block? Yeah, no kidding.
7: <laughs> So, yeah. It's 100 and nothing. Yeah. Like, I didn't, bl- I, I don't draft my wide receivers to block.
4: I mean, it's it's unfortunate. Uh, offensive line aside, don't, don't uh, it. Oh, uh, oh, a little breaking. Oh, well, breaking, well according breaking, breaking, According to Jack and Inaba, oh. he says
0: Yahoo is reporting the Patriots have cut Chase and Hines. Yes, oh, we yeah. we reported that about 45 oh, minutes ago. Oh, we did? Ago. Yeah. Oh,
4: I didn't know that. I thought Mike, he was I, good. Mike DeSalt mentioned it with my words. I
0: thought he was getting good, good uh, reviews here.
4: Not good enough, I guess.
0: Yeah, Duncan Hines. Three
4: rookies. Yeah. I mean, it's like Jake Andrews, you know. like,
0: Got to cut last year's
7: draft picks so I you can cut so. this year's draft picks so everybody <laughs> tells you you had a great draft. Got to
4: keep them all. That last year's draft is no bueno.
0: Uh, Jack says, Is anyone else concerned with Adrian Clem's history of leaving the Steelers team halfway through the season when he's heading into another difficult situation? Not necessarily saying he's going to leave again, but maybe says something about his lack of ability to tough out a less than ideal situation. I don't no. know what the circumstances I don't were
7: not If I thought that he left Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh was getting hard, I'd yeah. be worried about it. Yeah. I don't think that's why. Right. I think he got offered a job that he felt was better
0: at Oregon. Um, let's see. Two-part question from Jesse in Dayton, Ohio. First part, I see the trades going down for players like Isaiah Simmons for a seventh. We see all these athletes getting graded for peanuts. Why do you think we never make these trades? Um, well, we, make we make a lot make of those it. trades, actually. Yeah. I you mean, know? I just feel like they do a little of I everything. think the Patriots... Guys that. who never really did much, and we give them yeah. nothing, and I think they've they come made yeah. their yeah.
7: fair share yeah. of trades over the
0: years, but, I, d- I mean, yeah. I don't know. Uh, second part, I'm moving in the next two years. My wife will be done with medical school, and we're looking at different places. I'd love to move up north near Boston, but my wife doesn't want a crazy commute. What are your opinions of the commute to work and or good areas to live near Boston? Well, let's...
4: Well, if she wants to take the train, you can come live uh, live near Foxborough. There's right. this nice commuter rail right into the. city. I need
0: more information. Like, yeah. where, where are you? Where are you uh, working?
4: Where are you yeah. working? What? You yeah. got to go to the Back Bay. You got to go to the South Station. I mean, if you're staying in Fenton Dayton, Way. Ohio, that's tough.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's a tough commute. I yeah. agree, Freddie. Um, the kids are back. Evan and Tamara are back. Hit it, Matt.
7: Has from practice. Evan? Wow, first one of the year. Has
0: All right, the floor is yours. First
3: of all, that's awesome that we have the practice jingle back. I'm excited. <laughs> that means we're getting closer. So, a little bit of uh, absences and uh, the, the grousing out there. Oh, the grousing, grousing, the grousing out there today was nice. there were 67 players on the field. Uh, you, we know that 69 guys, including the 16-man practice squad, are going to be here. So I, I think we have a pretty good idea, roughly, of who the guys are that are going to be on the team uh, based off of practice today. So absences, and I know a few of these guys have already been reported as cut or, or whatever. Uh, Nick Folk, Isaiah Bolden, Tyquan Thornton, J.J. Taylor, Chasen Hines, Riley Reeve, Connor McDermott, and Anthony Ferkser. So Folk and Jason Hines have already been reported gone and Furkser was just reported that he's been cut by the patriots as well right. uh, so uh, jj taylor seems to be the other name in that list that uh might have gotten cut and Ty montgomery was there and as was kevin harris so either whether it's practice squad for kevin harris right. or active roster it looks like those two guys are here and jj taylor is not mm. that's, that's interesting
7: good. i would have thought they would have uh well i mean you could see he might be on the practice squad too but um and Thornton, some people said, was up on the up upper field or something. Tyquan Thornton.
3: Yeah, Tyquan Thornton was the you know, up there with the. We we don't get into the upper field stuff too much. No, we but I just yeah. like
7: like if he's not there at all, I you know yeah. you, you wondered if he cut, was up there too. But there, someone so. saw him. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything terribly surprising there. And yeah. And you know.
2: Calvin Anderson was there today. Yeah,
3: so yeah. Calvin Anderson and uh, was there, and the two new tackles were also there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demario Douglas no longer in red, okay. which is which is good. And uh, him and Booty were both there. And uh,
0: so really so we're back to just one person from each outlet at practice. No, you can have multiple. Oh, okay. can?
3: Yeah, you can. Um, but I think the biggest thing, just out of this list, is just. Uh, you know, some of these guys, like, uh, for instance, Malik Cunningham was at practice. Now, does that mean that he, they're hoping to get him back on the practice squad so he's going to be around, or is, did he make the team? Right. So uh, you said there was 67? 67 guys. Yes,
7: that's still 14 guys out there that you guys saw that won't be on the 53-man roster. Correct. So still a lot.
3: Yes.
4: Must be weird. Practicing and then feeling like uh, this might be it for me.
7: Well, that's the whole timing with the premiere that Fred and I were mm-hmm. talking about. It used to be extremely uncomfortable. Um, because there's potentially guys that are there. That are, oh, by the way, you just got claimed on waivers or whatever. Yeah. You know. Right.
2: Donna was talking about that this morning when I was in her office. She said like even like trades that have happened like today that the guys have come in like whatever they wore fl- like flying in here they wore to the premiere. Wow.
0: Because so they still had to. They come. They still have to mm-hmm. come. Wow. <laughs> um. Sal writes in. Who do you think is a dark horse candidate next in line to get an extension with the team? I'll take a gander at the crystal ball and say it's going to be Anthony Jennings. Oh, that was mine. He's <laughs> been a team-first guy who keeps his mouth shut, does all the dirty work, and doesn't accumulate all the fancy stats, not to mention he won't be breaking the bank. Yep. I think all the signs are they're based like on players they usually <laughs> tend to keep around.
4: Uche, gone. We'll cool <sighs> sign Jennings, though. That. That seems that about far for the co- that's course That's just me. That it's Anthony
3: Jennings because he's affordable, right? Like okay. that, that's right. that's what we're yep. we're going off of here. Yeah, all I the rest that of that stuff. Because God forbid we pay Kyle Duggar to to stick around. No, nope. nope, can't do that. No, nope. draft Marty Mapu.
2: I hate that it has to be like that, though. Like affordable.
4: Yeah, that's uh,
3: I I still think if you're them, you have to put an offer in front of Kyle Duggar before Week One whether he signs it or not is a totally different conversation, okay. but you have to at least try. I agree. I agree. Like they did with, you know, Shaq Mason and John Jones and other guys.
0: Should I write, read a negative uh, email about Hardy? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'll make, uh, I'll make sure he gets it. <laughs> Noah in Chicago. First, thank you for everything. This is my favorite podcast to listen to. And as a Patriots transplant, your show really keeps me connected to all things Patriots. Second, I wanted to thank you guys for bringing Evan on the show. It's been awesome listening to his thoughts and opinions, and I really appreciate the insight be he longer. provides. Third, thank you. not be to be rude, but is Hardy on the chopping block? I know he's a friend of the show, but the pre- and post-game shows have become largely about soothing or feeding Hardy's ego, and he offers little actual information about the team or the game. It's so frustrating. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh. We should bring this That's up. That's entirely him. inaccurate. Yeah. <laughs> Hardy, I don't know if Hardy has an ego. He has I, the smallest ego anything, in this room. I think, if anything, he's got inferior complex. Yes. I would, ag- complex, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a very busy guy. He's got 98.5, music Then he does shows. series. He's got the music show, you know. so <laughs> He's got golf. Yeah. A lot of golf. The food. golf show that he does. The golf show. But he gets free stuff for that, so I'm a little jealous. Did you get
7: those clubs? He took care of. Yes, I did.
0: Custom PXG clubs. He gave you clubs? No. Oh, he got those.
7: He got free. Yeah, and I I got (laughs) his leftovers. Oh, did you? He said he gave me a set of irons. Nice. What kind? I don't know. I didn't look at them yet. Set of irons. You don't even look at them? No. We just the other night when we were leaving, he put them in my trunk. Oh, so So you're not even curious to what they are? No, I'll look at them when I get a chance.
0: I would want to know what kind of yeah, clubs I got. I got some new
7: clubs
4: I gotta aren't you up. excited
0: Feel he's so blase uh, I've been working on new set of irons he's just rolling around yeah. in the back of his car right, right. <laughs> they're in a bag idiot
6: <laughs> I, I'd want to know like oh are they
0: Callaways or they Pings I expect that from him not you I expect more out of you you know right? Like, I'd be excited to get a new set of irons. Know, Mike,
3: how's your putting? <laughs> pretty good. Night
4: putting. Yeah. No, I just, I, I used to golf a little bit, but I just don't, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. I'm at the, I don't the a time busy, and dedication. He's a busy guy.
7: Yeah. He's got blogs. It's a to lot do of time. On his own time.
4: I've said before, when we lived in California, we had a par three near my house. And the par three, nine hole, really nice. It was great. Short, easy to play. Didn't have to hit the drivers or anything like that. You could just go on with a nine, a, a wedge. and, a, and I, I love that kind of golf.
0: Over under. Before the deadline today, Mm. Mm. number of trades, Uh, hey, 0.5. Another one
4: after?
7: So we count Nick Folk?
0: No. Mm -hmm.
7: Another (laughs) Another trade.
4: Uh, Mm. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say they're done.
0: Three trades, I think, is is enough.
7: Yeah, I'll I'll say under.
0: I say say over.
7: Yeah, now you didn't say like claiming guys off. Oh, no, no. There's there's going to be tons of that.
0: Yeah. I'm talking about, you know, a straight trade. Asset for asset. All right,
4: I got one. How many players start for the Patriots in week one that are not currently on, mm. or, or not currently, let's just say as of the last preseason game, were not on the roster?
3: The active roster? Start. Yeah. Like they will so so not, not Calvin Anderson. Right, so uh, that's,
4: that's okay, too. I'll, like I'll allow that one. But I'm saying, are there guys oh, that were on other teams for training camp that no, you think are going to start? I don't think so. And I'd include those two tackles as yeah, potential. I don't think so. You don't so. think any of them?
3: No. I think Calvin Anderson might but he's kind of a A right tackle. We were talking about that because he, we saw him exclusively at left tackle in the spring and he's mostly played on the left side in Denver as well. But you would think week one, you're going to have to platoon him. I don't think he can go wire to wire without any training camp or preseason. So switching out, like would you, would you flip it just to, I don't think so. That's too many moving parts. So, I would think that he would be on the right side and maybe he platoons it with one of the new guys or City So or someone like that. Wait, what was the grousing? You didn't do the grousing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you get grousing. to the grousing? The grousing. Oh, no, the grousing was just about, you know, who, Too many guys. who's there, who, you know, is this guy practiced oh. by? Anna, you know.
0: Everybody. Listen, yeah. we'll, we'll get the list, and yeah, we'll all know. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's like, with you, like, like
3: what? you'll find out when you find I, out. Right. What's the big deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah well, I, it's you know, in in the grousing's defense, okay, when you when you have to write sounds like Evan
7: was one of the grousers. When you have to
3: write an instant analysis of the of the team. Oh, so you want the job to be and and, and and it they take until eight o'clock at night to set out the press release of who was cut, which and, happens a lot. That that that's fair. It's it's a legit right i
4: thought you were going to say that the, the, the time frame was too short of access to view that you couldn't get through yeah. no I no, thought no it was like bill no. grousing so the, or,
3: the, the, yeah. there was a little bit of bill grousing because bill gets up to the podium and says we have a lot of balls in the air or whatever it is that he said the second he walks off the podium nick Fulk gets traded calvin anderson go, comes off of nfi like okay. the, the, the balls started planned. to, to drop like the timing Quickly. of that
2: was very impeccable. Like yeah. it was like immediately after he left the room. Well, I mean, it out. could
0: have, you know it could have happened while he was mm. walking there, and he didn't actually know until after. He's afterwards. off. He's off. He's off the podium. Go yeah, ahead. Pull yeah. pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, how I took it. <laughs> Spee and Fresno.
2: No, it literally was. Bears is probably in the room like go
0: yeah. go. and yeah. <laughs> Fresno says no one in Chicago can go get bent. Hardy <laughs> absolutely <laughs> contributes solid and extensive analysis in the pre and post game shows. He's also hilarious and gives good crusty. So he does do a good crusty. He does, yeah. Yeah. He does a good crusty. Crusty the, crusty crusty the clown <laughs> oh <my laughs> from The Simpsons. He does, yeah. good he does that really well. Yeah. yeah. Hey kids. It's and this challenge. is a big season for him because he's a big Detroit Lions fan. So he's got high hopes. That, that's a one a of the hype? reasons why I picked them as my disappointing team. Ah. Just so I can needle <laughs> a all them
4: He gave you his irons. You haven't even looked at him yet. and You're already needling. I
0: know. Did you at least <laughs> thank him? Of course I or did. What did you just like toss him into the thing without even <laughs> no, looking at said, him? He said he popped So the we went
7: we, we went to play last week. We played at his club. At his club. <laughs> his club. Oh, oh Mr. Yes. Hardy. Mr. Um, Hardy. Bushwood? And oh, there was a lot of Mr. Hardy. Hardy's. At um, so as we were playing and he said, you know, I, I have a set in my garage that, that I'm not using. And I was like, I, I, you don't need to do that. Like I don't, you know, he's like, no, listen. They literally do not get used. They're just sitting there. Take them. You know, you might rather than go out and buy a, a set or whatever. I was like, if you're really never, ever using these, by all means, he, I was very thankful. He could have sold them. He absolutely could have sold them. Were you he looking, for, were you
4: looking for new clubs and you asked Hardy about yeah. them? And oh, he had yeah. these new ones and oh, he didn't yeah. think to oh, give yeah. it to you who would have looked at them instantly and not just throw even think think his his trunk. of me.
3: Like it's a dead body. It's like
7: two <laughs> o'clock in the morning, and I didn't give a, a, a quick look at it. <laughs> this is like good in
3: the rain when they go, and she's like, "You gotta eat." <laughs> <And we're> like <laughs> the food in the fridge. <laughs> that was like a week. That was like a week ago. It was Friday night. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So between now and then, you're not even curious what kind of clubs are in your in your trunk. I really feel like. Well, they to me, it doesn't matter on. because I don't know
7: enough about the clubs to say, "Oh, they're, duesos." Uh, huh. Like That's I don't know. So one. then, why not just keep using the clubs you have? Because mine are from 1973.
0: Uh. They're like the blades. Those
4: Correct. Are like your your woods are actually made of wood?
7: Uh, no, I haven't. I have a, a new, I have a new driver. <laughs> yeah, but the the irons are legitimately like an original set of pings. They're iron. like rusty.
0: Uh, yeah. getting there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Iron sharpens. Well, iron. then all the more reason to be excited about. I the am new excited irons. about them. Not but enough when I, to know what they are. But when I play, <laughs> uh,
7: I'll I'll let you know. Okay. What, you know how how they felt. I, it, I, my guess, and this
0: is what I next told him, next spring he'll find out. No, th- I play, it's I play, room. I, play yeah. I play
7: every week. I, my guess, and this is what I told Hardy, is it's user error. It's not the club. Like <laughs> I understand the clubs are really old. Yeah. And even if I hit them all exactly right, they would not be as good as, you know, normal clubs. Yeah. But my guess is I'm not going to hit the new ones any better than I hit the old ones because it's me. Yeah. It's my fault. Okay. You're the problem. It's you. Correct. So then he should
0: have given the clubs to me. Right. Thank you do. Well, i up, played right? with you. I'm better than that. Oh, <laughs> wow. 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 Probably right. <laughs> it's not probably. So it's like the country club game. I've happen. gotten better. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I don't I, want
3: to play you in tennis, though. Yeah. Better no. bring your sunscreen.
0: No, uh, golf. I've gotten better. All right. <laughs> That'll be uh, it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. Um, let's see. We'll be back on Thursday. Yeah, this will be the last week.
7: Yeah, that we will only be giving you two shows.
0: Right then, we go to three a three a week, and all video starting next week. All shows, all video. I apologize, including for that. Catch Twenty Two and including the Playbook with John Rook. All video, so it's a whole new season. I don't know about the team, but we're upgrading here. All right, uh, talk to you Thursday.